You still don't understand what you're dealing with, do you? Perfect organism. Cut the power. How could they cut the power, man? They're animals. I watched it too with trackers. It's an eight-foot creature of some kind with acid for blood, and it arrived on your spaceship. It kills on sight and is generally unpleasant. It's a queen. How did you know that? She'll breed. You'll die. Where well, we are, can you believe it? At the end. Uh, uh, this is, no. I, this, this, is, is this is unreal, isn't it? Because, um, it feel, again, it feels like we only just started this. It's only recently we were talking about uh, uh, the other characters and... Um, it's it's gone so quickly. It has, but we had this with um, Mad Max, didn't yes, we? When we yeah. um, started finishing our separate coverages, yeah. So yeah, this is our last proper uh, look at Alien. We're going to be coming yep. back for a special at some point, talking about the Nostromo and the Narcissus. But yes. uh, yeah, but this yeah, is our last, last characters. I know the last two characters, three characters, because we've got the Alien as well. Today. Oh right, yes, I've forgotten we're doing the Alien. Yeah. I've Big chap. Yeah, we got um, Alien, Ripley, and top of the pile, we got Jones. Jonesy, yeah. Good old Jones. I was doing my research on Jonesy by uh, having my cat on my lap earlier. So. Still there or not? No, she's downstairs at the moment. She's. Um, we've, we've, we've. This is any of our uh, English and British viewers. Uh, we've succumbed to putting the heating on finally. You try oh, to leave. Yeah, you leave it as long as you can, and especially the cost at the moment. But we've put it on today. Um, and she's loving it. It's like, oh, don't need you lot anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a radiator. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what they should have done on the Nostromo. Turn the radiators on. Jonesy wouldn't have wandered off then. Well, Brett you'd know where survived. Jones is at every time then. Yeah, right by the by the radiator. Yeah, we know where uh, our cat is because at the top of the stairs, there's obviously some hot water pipes running underneath oh, the floorboards. They love them, yeah. So he likes to sit there, stretched you know, out. You know, you can get. Um, like uh, pipe detectors, those little things that yes. point to for like knocking nails and drilling. You just need a cat, don't you? Yeah. Turn the if hot it, water on. If it's a hot water it, pipe, yeah. yeah, the cat will find it. Yeah, yeah. The good stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so see you next week when we're just. <laughs> <laughs> what I thought we'd do today is uh, when we're looking at Ripley is yep. we we've got to imagine that uh, you and I have um, you know had a head knock in an accident or something and we've lost our memory. I don't and need that these days, mate. Okay. Yeah, but you know Still. Alien though, and this is That's the problem. True, yeah. I'd I'd like us to try and and work out if we were coming into watching yeah, this film, not knowing anything about Alien or what came after it. At what point during the film would we have started to tweet I, that Ripley is yeah. an important character? I don't. I mean, yeah, because you're right. We're even our first viewing, certainly mine, and I, I imagine yours, you knew it. You knew that Ripley was the yeah. the final girl. Um, but I think if I, I think right up to the bit where uh, Parker is killed, I reckon, because I think until that point, 
anyone could die because like major people you thought were the heroes have died and I think up till then you would still be thinking well Parker he, this guy's going to get him out of trouble yeah yeah this so, guy uh, yeah. took on James Bond yeah. Yeah, he's going to exactly. win yeah he's going to win um, oh he's dead <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah I don't because that's one of the things we sort of got to discuss in it is if there was no no uh, franchise it's a horrible word for right, eight films word. Yeah. yeah but if there was no franchise would Ripley be considered the badass you know lady of action that she is now I don't think she would would you from this no. first film no I, any I, more any more than any of the um, the plucky heroines from Friday the 13th series and yeah, it, it, this was all because this was sort of a slasher in space, wasn't it? Hmm. You know. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember. You know, when the film first came out, I can't remember there being a big hoo-ha about oh, the survivor is a woman. No. Oh, it's so great that it's a woman. Um, I don't remember that in the slightest. Do you? No. Well, we'd we'd already had um, like Halloween. Yes. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't think there was anything made of the fact that, uh, yeah, that the the survivor was a, a woman, and not a man. I think that's a very modernish view, isn't it? Mm. Um, but yeah, it, I don't think anything was made. I mean, especially it's, it's sort of a well-known fact that these characters were written with no sex in mind. Um, no, they that that they could be yeah. interchangeable, couldn't yeah. they? They could be a man or a woman. Yeah. Yeah, and you you could. You could say that's lazy writing, but I don't think it is because the the sex of the character has no bearing on this film. There's no, you know what I mean? There's no... The only way it would have a bearing would have been if there had been a love scene between Dallas yes, and Yes, that's, yeah, that's right. There's, there's no... There's no shoehorned in romantic subplot, so it doesn't matter. Um, I think, you know, when... Um, Kane gets chest bursted. I think it was it made perfect sense because I think in any other film you look at any of the Roger Cormans and stuff like that, the knockoffs, it's generally the the females that get air quoted raped by the alien uh, and end up giving birth, you know, like in seminoid. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it was a stroke of genius to 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 make it the the male character that was raped and gave birth. I mean, many a, a, a man in the audience felt uncomfortable by that um, but I think that's the only place where it sort of matters and that's it and it could be the other way around it doesn't you know it doesn't have to be that way but I think it's more successful that way but yeah I, it's very much a recent thing hmm. where the fact that Ripley is uh, female makes a difference yeah now the the yeah. focus is on gender far more than it was back yes, in the 70s I think so, wasn't yeah. it yeah and certainly as a as a as a young lad watching this i it because they go oh uh, people need uh, characters of the same sex to identify with i don't think that's true i didn't i identified I, with i've never Ripley understood and, that yeah. i've i've never ever understood that Mm. Yeah, I didn't get to the end of the film where, well, I'm outraged. No, <laughs> no men, other than the cat, <laughs> survive. We're outraged when we watch Alien Resurrection, but not, yeah, but not, not the Alien. Yeah. No, I mean, Aliens, and we'll get to that when uh, when we discuss Ripley's uh, in that. That did depend on, because obviously it's the, the whole themes are maternal. Yes. You know. um, but this one, no, I, 
I don't think it makes a, a jot of difference. Other than, and this is this is I think more down to the 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 sort of the uh, the scene at the time. I can't if Parker had survived. I can't imagine him getting down to his skivvies. No, no. <laughs> to face the big old hairy ass on show. <laughs> or Brett. Or Brett, yeah. Oh God, I imagine. Yeah, can you imagine? I imagine. Um, He'd have Hawaiian, Stanton, Hawaiian yeah. boxers on, wouldn't he? It, it would be like something from bottom. They'd be stained, yeah. <laughs> stained Hawaiian boxers with this stick-thin little man in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah I can't right. see that happening. So. No, let's move. Let's change subject. Yes. Before we talk about you know our, our characters on screen, behind the scene, not behind the scenes, before <coughs> Alien information. Yeah. So, all right, uh, we'll we'll discuss Ripley first. First name Ellen. Do you know no, what her? Not, um... not in this one, is it? No, but later yeah. on that that came. And <laughs> yep, she's just Ripley in this. But just Ripley. Yeah. Do you know what her middle name is, by the way? Ooh, no, <laughs> I don't. No, I don't. Think it's Louise. Ellen no. Louise. I'm going to cough massively in a minute. I, I do apologise. Yeah. I'm just going to take a sip of water. I don't know what's happened. Hang on a sec. That's better. It's Hopefully that will go away. Right. Um, you say about you being outraged. <coughs> you might be about some of the backstory. Are you ready for oh, Ellen? Go on. This or is going to be... Ellen, this is, my, my prediction is going to be a load of old bollocks. Right. Let's go for it. Let's see where on your bollocks scale yeah. this, this is. Right. So she was born. Ripley was born 2092. I, I, okay. I go with that. She was born. Yeah. <coughs> We're You're okay. Right. We're safe ground. The bollocks rating is zero yeah, at the moment. Zero. Yeah. In 2092. Okay. That that registers a bit on my bollocks scale because I, I don't, I don't like they, I don't so, like the, no. the the setting of um, giving Alien a date no, and, and, and to me that's too far in the uh, too near to us. Alien to me is way off in the future, yeah. hundreds and hundreds of years from now. Um, so she was born on the moon. Oh, okay, Ripley. Mm, okay, yeah. At the Olymp- Olympia Colony, right? right. But a a, a virus. Um, broke out on that colony. Okay, I'm already the... getting my bollock. My bollock uh, meter is rising. What? Yeah. Well, this virus, the XMB virus, broke out when she was two. Okay. When Ripley was two, which led to the colony being quarantined for 16 years. Uh, okay. Fair enough. So what's she's... this got to do with anything? What is this? It's got this nothing to do with anything. Person? Um, I don't know the Computer source, game? but it yeah. will be a book. It will yeah. be a book or a comic. So Bloody basically, books. her entire childhood, yeah. she was stuck on the moon. Well, right? so, I'm just trying to... Because generally, this fan wank backstory stuff is done to to solve a perceived issue or to account, you know, what, why has Indiana Jones got a scar on his chin? Well, it must be because he whipped himself when he was a kid. Who were... Hmm. Um, so what's it? Are they going? Oh, Ripley's a bit distant in Alien. Oh, that's because there she spent the entire childhood it. quarantined on the moon. What? Yeah. All right. So where is your on a scale of one to ten? Where is your bollocks meter uh, right now? It's a, it's about an eight. An eight already. It's gone from yeah, zero to I eight. I because I can't unless there's a good reason for this. This what is the point of it, isn't it? Okay, I think if you're at an eight already, we've got to move yeah. your scale up oh, to about God. twenty because there's is more it? to come. Okay, right. let's say let's say we're at a five. All right, at a five. Quarantined on the moon is midpoint. Like at any point, point interject yeah. with a okay. number. All right, so if it goes up, you give me a number as I read. Fair okay. Enough. 
Right, so she she finally leaves the moon, aged okay. about 18. It says, after gaining a master's in engineering from New York Aeronautics University, right. Ripley served with the U.S. Merchant Navy aboard Z- Zelazny, right. where she acted as a co-pilot. Is she a pilot? Well, she's a warrant officer, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, she's a warrant yeah. officer. Well, she looks after the paperwork, basically. Well, on that ship, she's yeah, okay, a co-pilot. Yeah, okay, she's a pilot. Oh, that, that's, that's a sort of a... Mm, that's still at five, we'll say. All right. She eventually met and married her husband, Alex, and during a layover between trips, they conceived their first child. Okay. Despite the fact that it violated Weyland-Yutani regulations, Ripley allowed the hold pregnancy... On, hold on. We've gone up to a six here. Why does having a pregnancy violate Weyland-Yutani regulations? I guess you're not allowed to have a baby if you work for the company what? I guess um, but Ripley allowed the pregnancy to come to full term eventually resulting in the birth of her daughter Amanda okay. now she, she's the character we know from Alien yes. Isolation yeah. uh, Isolation she was and not in the Aliens the special edition yes oh yes yeah there's yeah. a photo of her yeah. which was Scorny Weaver's did, real mother wasn't it when did cameras get bad again <laughs> yes uh, she was not disciplined for this transgression. Transgression. Amanda. Not was much del- of a rule, then, is it? No. To be fair. Amanda was delivered at home in the presence of her husband, a doctor, and a nurse. I don't know why that. No. What the significance of all this? Do you reckon is? somewhere there's a comic or a book about the doctor and a nurse? More than likely. They have an adventure. They have a coincidental adventure with an alien. Then at the end of it, they go, "Doctor, you're needed for a, a, a home birth." Oh, what's the patient's name? Ripley. Bollocks, seven. <laughs> seven. It might go up a bit more now. Okay. Although Alex begged Ripley to take drugs to dull the pain of birth, she refused out of fear that her, her history of taking Cairo drugs for extended space travel may lead to unforeseen complications. What? So you have to take drugs to go into hypersleep, do you? When? Well, when? I suppose I suppose technically, it depends what they mean by drugs, doesn't it? Because they, they must have to... They're in pods, so you presumably there's some form of oh, there's gas, a gas or something. In there. Yeah, but drugs, oh, eight. Okay, it's going up. Eight. Okay, Alex would later leave Ripley when Amanda was three years old and had no further contact with either mother or daughter. Ripley later remarried Paul Carter, although the relation. Hmm. Any relation to Carter Burke? Well, maybe. Who's, why Carter? This. This smacks of computer gameage to me. Yes. Although the relationship was just as disorderly as her last one, Amanda did not get along with Carter and ran away from home multiple times. By the 2120s, Ripley was living in a small town on the coast of El Salvador and serving as a warrant officer and third in command aboard the commercial freighter USSCSS Nostromo. Okay. Well, I. Well, Hang on, because because <laughs> I this, knew you were going to yeah. say a hang on. Hang on, because this this the the journey in Alien is her first journey. So, it, uh, are we talking about this is exactly when this happens? And she what? She presumably didn't go on the Nostromo out to Thedas or wherever mm-hmm. the thing is. She's only coming back from. Mm, oh, I'm not sure on this. 
Well, it then says, prior to the vessel's fateful final voyage, Ripley attempted to renegotiate her contract with Wayland Yutani so that she could take a leave of absence and spend more time with Amanda. Eventually, Ripley and the company reached a compromise whereby she would agree to serve aboard Nostromo for its forthcoming voyage to Thedas and take her leave subsequently. Well, that's just that just contradicts dialogue in yeah in this. So I don't I don't I don't I I don't know where all that come from. All right. So I know in um, in the novelization there's some weird passages which I presume are left over from uh, original scripts or some script treatments where uh, Ripley is meant to be suffering from very severe mental disorders. Uh, where she can't tell, she in her own brain, she can't tell whether something's real or not. She hallucinates, um, but that disappears almost immediately in the novel. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if this is someone trying to to try and square that circle. Maybe by inventing all these. New, I mean, hey, why is why is every every uh, sort of family got to be? Uh, a broken family with a troubled kid. It's always what? the way, isn't it? Yeah. Ah, uh, just. Uh, mm. It spoils it. Yeah. Uh, so that's Ripley Jones. Yeah. Um, okay. Has he got a massive backstory? He he he, he hasn't was got born a, on a farm no. in Iowa. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't he hasn't got a a, a backstory. Thank um, it says that he was a ginger American short hair. Okay. Um, while the cat's official purpose was to control rodents aboard the ship, yeah, um, okay, it also served as a source of relaxation and entertainment for the crew on long space journeys. Um, I, I okay, this is where this is where I uh, this is where I have to my, my my sort of logical self steps in here. So uh, this is probably dating back. So when we had uh, sailing ships. Um, no matter what they did, they couldn't stop rats being on board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you would have ship's cats, which nominally was to keep the rat population down. And I can see that, but why, how does that work on a spaceship where the oxygen is pumped out <laughs> for the journeys? What are these rats got bloody... Are they rats uh, space in rats. Oh, no, that's yeah. Blake 7, space oh, yeah. rats. Oh, wouldn't that be funny if there were space rats down down thing? Little punks. Um, yeah, the... You don't need a cat to control the rat population when, for most of the the spaceship's life, it's a vacuum. Mm. And the so, only way it would work if it wasn't was if the cats were running free. But you end up, you go to sleep uh, on Thetis and you wake up on Earth and a cat population's taken over. It'd be like Red Dwarf. Yeah. Who's going to clear all the crap up while you're, yeah. everybody's asleep? Those litter trays are going to be overflowing. Yeah, it's, the cats, I mean... Who's going to feed the cat? Hmm. It's not. I might. Uh, I, I don't know why they need to bother with it. To my thing, people like cats. Therefore, people take their cats with them. Yeah. That's sort of. That's it. That's it. You're, yeah. You never see a rat at all. No. You know. <sighs> all right. Um. For the very last time, we look at uh, Alan Dean. 
and yes. um, you know at the beginning of his novelization uh, we, we we get to have a bit of information about each character by how they dream yes including Jonesy including Jonesy yeah. Ripley um, I mean he starts off by saying there's professional dreamers people professionally yeah. dream and people were entertained by it and apparently Ripley's the closest to coming to having that potential to be yeah. a special dreamer but he also says she had a little a little ingrained dream talent and more flexibility of a manager imagination than her companions but she lacked real inspiration and the powerful maturity of thought characteristic of the pod pro dreamer she was very good at organizing stores and cargo at pigeonholing carton a in storage chamber b or matching up manifests it was in the warehouse of her mind that her filing system went awry. Hopes and fears, speculations and half-creations slipped haphazardly from compartment to compartment, right? So that's what he reckons on Ripley. And then, yeah, also dreaming away is Jones. And he says, a very ordinary house cat, or in this case, ship cat, Jones was a large yellow tom of uncertain parentage and independent mien. Long accustomed to the vagaries of ship travel and the idiosyncrasies of humans who travel through space, it too slept the cold sleep and dreamt simple dreams of warm, dark places and gravity-bound mice. Yeah. Mm. Jonesy gets the most sensible writer. Yeah, but it it finishes off saying, Of all the dreamers on board, he was the only contented one, though he could not be called an innocent. No. He's a killer. Um, oh, that's all, I, that's all right. Hmm. I, don't mind, I don't mind that as a write-up for Jonesy. No. Right, so let's crack on. Let's get yes. into it, okay? So the film. Um, the first of our characters today that we see is Jones. Yep. Jones is uh, nibbling away, having some of his breakfast. He's got his food up on the table. Um, the camera pans to the left, and there's Ripley pouring herself uh, a coffee. Yep. Um as we said on our Patreon exclusive that we did a little while ago, where uh, Ian had a quiz of um, uh, trying to guess um, yeah, first characters lines, first yeah. and last lines. Yes, yeah. Ripley Didn't do well has, with Ripley. Yeah, she, gets <laughs> she has the Oscar-worthy first line of "All I can see is cornbread." Yeah, would you believe? You'd never see that on a T-shirt, would you? <laughs> and here we go again you know you've got seven fantastic characters but you've got to only focus on one so let's look at Ripley and if you look at Ripley when um, Parker says he's forgotten something talking about the bonus situation um, she's smiling all the way through that but she keeps looking for Dallas's reaction because she knows what Parker's gonna say doesn't she yeah she um, she has a beef with Parker already doesn't she um, and Brett. Yeah, I imagine because because she's the warrant officer. She's she's basically doing all the paperwork and organisational stuff. Yeah, she's HR she's the, on that yeah, ship. She, yeah, she's HR. She's the manager of the people. Um, so I imagine when they were loading at the other end or wh- whatever they were doing, we never find out. We don't really need to know. Uh, I imagine Parker was a pain in her ass. He was bitching. Yeah. You yes. just know it. You just yeah. know it. Oh, hundred percent. So you know that she's she's that middle management that has got an unruly workforce that doesn't like her. Um, yeah. So there's definitely animosity between them. But yeah, I imagine she knows that Parker's because I imagine before we went to before we went into hypersleep, 
Um, he was probably saying the same thing, wasn't he? Mm. You know, as soon as I get wake up, we're going to discuss the bonus situation yeah. with the captain. So they're yeah. just waiting for it to come, yeah. aren't they? Um, next up, we've we've got the instant reveal of the relationship between her and Lambert with the that's not our system. Yeah, well, I know that. <laughs> These two don't get on, do they? No, no, they're a bit bit catty towards each other. Um, do you think anybody? Catch each other out, I think. Yeah. Do you think anybody particularly likes Ripley? Because she's no, got I a, don't a, think so. she's got a bit of the old rimmer about yeah. her, hasn't yes. she? Yeah, she's very. I mean, later on, it turns out that she was correct. But yeah, she's a very by the book person hmm. um, because and I I, I I think I think she's got to be having having done middle management um, unfortunately you you're sort of it's the worst of both worlds isn't it you're not you're not low enough that you can bitch and look at everything uh, you know with a jaundiced eye but you're not high enough that you get any of the decision making or anything like that so yeah I imagine she's it's quite a put upon sort of role uh, mm. in this but and also no one likes you no the the people below you resent you and the people above you resent you so yeah i i can't i can't think that anyone they tolerate her don't they even dallas that's yes. why i never understand the romantic angle that people go on about i get the feeling dallas just tolerates her yeah yeah, I don't think she's liked. She is. No. Yeah, there's definitely a, a touch of the rumours about. Her. Yes, um, I like the way she calls Antarctica traffic control. I like the idea yeah. of Earth having traffic control at Antarctica. It, it's a simple line, but it expands the universe again, doesn't it? Yep, yep. It's great. It's like this isn't this isn't an unusual space rocket coming back with space heroes on. This is just another run of the mill truck basically yeah and yeah I, I love that sort of dialogue it's it's very very economical world building yeah last sunday when we were recording yeah. we were talking about leon and we were saying yeah. about how um we don't like the fact that they they mentioned the word intergalactic yeah or that yeah. he can lift atomic loads but just by using traffic control yeah, but we stick all know it in a it place is, yeah. where we haven't got one yet yep it, it builds that world with three words yeah and it, you're in it, the it future. Fills in, fills in so much backstory. Because like you say, everyone knows what traffic control is. Everyone knows well, there's nothing like that in Antarctica. Mm. That it's there. It's like, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, because yeah, you imagine uh, they might have called it calling Space Command, Space yeah. Control. Nah, it's, it's brilliant. On the it's, Space it's, Radio. Yeah, it's genius. Yeah, yeah. on the Space Radio. Yeah. I also like the line Ripley because Ripley has to call them and she says yes. this is the Nostromo out of the Solomons yes oh I love that sort of stuff what does that mean out of the Solomons is, oh, out yeah, of the, yeah. is, is that a region of space that I think so it's a, out of? It's, I think it's a system isn't it or that's what I've always taken it for yeah I've Actually, taken it as yeah. it's an area of space yes yeah. because at the very end she says in six weeks I should be at the frontier yep so they're out of yeah, they're well the out frontier. of the normal, uh, the normal space lanes. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it, again, it's all as, as a kid. You you listen to this dialogue and you just play it over and over in your head, don't you? But it's a great yeah, line, out of, out of Solomon's. Solomon's. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, during Dallas's briefing on you know why they've been yep. woken up, she queries that they've uh, received the transmission, and she's the one who's got the line. Yeah, is it human? Um, and yeah, because, because and again, that's 
we, we've often speculated, have they discovered alien life mm. yet? Um, by aliens, then the answer is a, an unequivocal yes. Whether, I don't know whether they've discovered any sentient life, but they've certainly discovered alien life. Um, but here, we're, not, we're still not sure. And that's just a major question, isn't it? Because mm. realistically... When Dallas says we've discovered a, a you know, a, a distress beacon, it could have been another ship like the Nostromo. Yeah. So that's a, a, a super valid question. I, I like that about Ripley. That yeah, she's she's asking the right questions. But um, she's still in the yeah. background at this point, though. Yeah, no one's taken any notice of her. No, and I guess us, if we've had our knock on the head and we're watching this, we're not really noticing no, her. No, I think we. By this point, you probably do think, oh, this is. This is the uh, the uptight officer. This is the although she's you know she's a warrant officer, not a, a lieutenant at this point. Um, yeah, this is the uptight person. She's going to get killed at some point. Everything about her screams that she's not going to survive. Hmm. She's the annoying character. Yeah, she she comes more to the fore though um, where, when we have that scene where she goes below decks and goes to see yeah. how um, Parker, Parker and Brett are getting yeah. on are getting on. Hey, Ripley! Hey, Ripley, I want to ask you a question. If they find what they're looking for out there, does that mean we get full shares? Don't worry, Parker, yeah. You'll get whatever's coming to you. Look, I'm not going to do any more work. We get this straightened out. Brett, you're guaranteed by law to get a share. What? Why don't you just fuck off? What? And what'd you say, Rip? If you have any trouble, I'll be on the bridge. Yes, which again, this is this is I love this scene because it tells you so much about the characters. But there's also that really weird, that yeah, you're, bit. yeah, you'll get what's coming to you that we've discussed, and it just it's so bizarre. Yeah. But it sticks in your head. But yeah, she she puts the she knows exactly what these guys are like. She puts them in their place. She shows she doesn't take any nonsense. Um, and she's by the book. You'll get what you're contracted for. But that's what Brett and Parker like is is the fact that she's being by the book. But then she yeah. ends it with, well, why don't you just fuck off? And yeah, that's like she's, what she's reached a limit. What? She? Yeah, you're not so by the book now. If you're yeah. by the book, you wouldn't have said that. You know. But what's what's really weird is, up to this point, they're both they're needling her, aren't they? They're they're poking her with a stick, see how far she goes. And then she gets to the end, and she obviously this is really unusual for Ripley. Yeah, she tells them both to fuck off, and that's when Parker switches off the steam, and he's like, "Damn it!" Yeah, she's got under his yeah. skin. Yeah. At that point, because even Brett's like, "What? What's what's wrong? What's wrong?" And he can't understand. Yeah. He's, they've pushed her and she's given her a normal human reaction and told him where to go and I don't think Parker likes that does he? No, What I do love in that scene is the fact that, you know, Parker has turned that steam on just for her benefit Yeah, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) He, He literally is the person in the warehouse that before you walk in to tell him to do something, they'll turn the radio up Yeah Can you turn that down? No, I can't yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can just see these two working in any warehouse, can't you? Yep. Yep. You know, yep. But, 
Um, she's still to the fore uh, later when she yep. decides she's going to try and decode the transmission. Yeah, and again, this is this is so Ripple is starting to float into our view now because yeah. she's asking all the right questions because we're 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 sat here watching this. And no, these people are just so blasé about all of it, aren't they? It's like, oh, it's, an, it's, it's a chore, this being in space. And yeah, they found this alien transmission. And even as fans, we're like, what is this transmission? Why is no one interested in it? But then Ripley's like, you know, shouldn't we, shouldn't we investigate this transmission? Shouldn't we try and work out what it's saying? Um, hmm. Yeah, it's, it, I, I like it. She's, she's sort of... I think she's starting to become by this point in the film she's the audience viewpoint isn't she she's she's asking the questions that we would ask yeah but this she says to ash she calls ash on the radio and says you know uh, mother has partly decoded it yeah and it's her guess not mother's guess but it's her guess she thinks it's a warning yeah right and therefore she wants to go out and ash in that lovely moment says what's the point as he looks yeah. up at the ceiling what's the yeah point? he's in desperation and he's like what's the point it's just yeah let it be yeah he doesn't he what doesn't would like have happened though if she had gone out and she had I don't think she the derelict got, I don't think she would have got there in time no she would have met yeah. them coming back yeah. wouldn't she but she would have she would have still said to Dallas but except she'll now be in a spacesuit and she'll be outside the yeah. ship of you can't, you, can't get, in, yeah. you can't get back in but of course Ash will just open the airlock yeah. so yeah he'll just let him in anyway he'll let them all in yeah. um but but yeah she she works out um this this is again as as a kid I wanted to know what she had decoded mm. you know I know in the novelization sort of later on when Ash is decapitated and he says uh, the the message was in frightening detail and explained everything. Um, but I'd love to know what what Ripley's seen that makes her think this is a mm. uh, a warning. But again, it it is nice that we don't see it. It's yeah. just you know, oh yeah. But I I I, w- I don't want to see it. I don't want even if the, it officially came out. You know, they did another sequel and they played. We well, have a screenshot of what yeah, it's saying. Yeah, screenshot. I don't want to see it. But my young self, my inquisitive self desperately wanted to know what this was but mm. that's why we end up with all this fan wank yeah because this is what people want they go oh we got to know it and then you know it and you go oh it's now mundane yeah oh. i don't want to know it yeah yeah all right so but we have got the airlock scene you know as you know yep as we see it you there ripley i'm right here okay ripley i'm at the inner lock hatch now Right. Hey, Ripley. Right here. Clean. Let us in. What happened to Kane? Something has attached itself to him. We have to get him to the infirmary right away. What kind of thing? I need a clear definition. An organism. Open the hatch. Wait a minute. If we let it in, the ship could be infected. You know the quarantine procedure. 24 hours for decontamination. It could die in 24 hours. Open the hatch. Listen to me. If we break quarantine, we could all die. Look, could you open the goddamn hatch? We have to get him inside. No. I can't do that. And if you were in my position, you'd do the same. Ripley, this is an order. Open that hatch right now. Do you hear me? Yes. Ripley, this is an order. You hear me? Yes. I read you. The answer is negative. In a hatch open.
Um, and she's on the bridge with Jones. And she's by the book. She's exactly right. There should be a 24-hour quarantine. Yeah. Because who knows what they might bring um, back in. But what would have happened if Ash couldn't have overridden the hatch like he does? If they had stayed in that airlock for 24 hours, the the chestburster's going to come out anyway, isn't it? Yeah, but at least it would have been... It would have come out and presumably gone off into the planet. Yeah, if that's it, might have found another way into the ship from the outside. But no, but presumably yeah. the outer door would have been shut, so yeah. it comes out of Kane and is contained in the airlock. Yeah. End of yeah. film, I suppose. End of film. Yeah, I don't know. Was because we've never really seen in any of the movies. Really, we've never seen the the capabilities of a chest burster once it's burst its chest. Um, so would it have attacked? Dallas and uh, Lambert in the airlock. Would Dallas and Lambert have tried to would do it, uh, anything to it? Do you know what? It wouldn't oh, no, have been great. they've got pistols, haven't they? They've got pistols. Da- Dallas says yeah. break out the weapons. Yeah, they've got pistols. They could have tried and shoot it. I'd have loved to have seen that scene. And it's like the uh, the, the the feather thing in um, Vision On, you know, that was on a bit of string that went yeah. boop, 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 all <laughs> over the set. Just that, the face hugger doing that around the airlock and, and Lambert and uh, Dallas just shooting away. But even if they don't shoot, maybe they shoot once and they realise, oh, it's bleeding acid, yeah. we can't shoot it again. They're in one corner of the airlock. Yeah. The facehugger, uh, sorry, the chestbuster's chest in the other corner, and presumably they stand there and watch as it grows into yeah. the big chap. Because what, to be fair, whatever happened would have been better than letting it on the ship. Yes. And what yeah. we get, yeah. But it, it, been it a is let on movie. the sea. Yeah. Um, for Ripley, you know, uh, sticking to her guns and yeah. playing by the book, she gets a, a smack in the face from Lambert in yeah. the uh, in the final version. Um, but just before Lambert goes across and says, you bitch, and smacks her across the face, when Ripley comes round that corner, she goes, what the fuck is going on? How, wh- where has yeah. she been all this time? I mean, yeah, because cause they've had time to bring Kane in, remove his, un- his uh, space suit, uh, and they've got the helmet yeah, open. They've got into medical garb. They're cutting the thing. Yeah, what was she doing? Emptying the litter yeah. tray. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, yeah. That, or I mean, feeding I, I Jones. That. Yeah, Jones might have been sat there. Going, Food. <laughs> we have the brilliant scene of Ripley and Ash when yes. Ash is looking into his microscope. We refer you to the Ash episode for that. But it, it is fantastic, and she's really good because she knows yes. she's in the right and Ash is in the wrong. That's yeah, why it, she goes, and you let it in. You you let it. And this is again where she's starting to again float, float to the top of this gang because she's now, yeah, she's the audience identification. And she appears because she gets, no one else really gets this style of, of scene, do they? No, we get we get some character stuff for the others, but no, there's no pushing the plot forward for the others. Um, so I think at this point, from this point on, the most important characters in this film are Ripley and Ash. Yes, everyone yes. else is peripheral characters. Brilliant and great, but yeah, I think the 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 audience uh, focus is now on this conflict between Ash. And Ripley and what it represents. Yeah, because that carries over into the scene where they're examining the dead face yeah. hugger 
uh, Dallas is there and he has that odd line that we've discussed yes, in the Dallas yeah. episode but really it's a scene between Ripley and Ash yeah. with Ripley saying chuck it out we've got to get rid of it and Ash yeah. saying it's got to go back for study yeah because it's it, every scene really is Ash versus Ripley and it? it's Ash versus Ripley on letting them in mm-hmm. and Ash wins it's Ash versus Ripley uh, on what they should do with with Kane on procedure and that then it's Ash Ripley won Ripley. that one yeah Ripley won that one then Ash versus uh, uh, Ripley on keeping the face hugger um, and Ash wins and that Ash one. wins this one yeah it's it's I won't say it's like a chess game because I don't think it is, but it's it's definitely it's the Ripley and Ash show yeah at this point yeah uh, Rip- and you can feel Ripley's frustration when Dallas sides with uh, Ash on this. She doesn't like that, and I think that's why she chases after him. Yeah. How can I change my mind? All right, the I'm, not gonna, I'm not trying to change your mind, Dallas. I just want you to listen. Will you listen to me? Uh, just tell me how you can leave that kind of decision to him. Look, I just run the ship. Anything that has to do with the science division, Ash has the final word. How does that happen? It happens, my dear, because that's what the company wants to happen. Since when is that standard procedure? Standard procedure is to do what the hell they tell you to do. What's happening with the repairs? How's it going? Well, they're pretty much finished now. Why the hell didn't you tell me so? Well, because there's still some things left to do. Like what? Well, we're blind on B and C decks. The, the reserve power system's Oh, blind. no, that's a bunch of horseshit. We can take off without that. Yeah, we can. You think that's a good idea? Look, I just want to get the hell out of here, all right? She literally doesn't understand how he could do it. And and there's sort of a classic line um, where she's trying to say to him, um, it's against the rules. And he's like, the rules are exactly what the company tell us to do. Yes. And that's the counter for someone that follows rules. Yeah. Isn't it? It's like, bugger, yeah, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But it's good, again, a a really good scene. I think I think that scene. I think that's where people get the 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 notion that these so, two yeah. have have a some sort of relationship or that, ex relationship. The fact that she yeah. shuts the door on him yeah. and can talk to but him. I, like that. I feel that's more an exasperated lower manager trying to get the regional manager to actually do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the feeling I get. Yeah, I and again, I think it's it's again down to this Hollywood trope that if there's a male and a female character and they're arguing. They must secretly be lovers. Yeah, yeah. Um, because most Hollywood scriptwriters have never been in the real world. <laughs> mm, yeah, but she's she's right again because yep. she's going by the book. When when Dallas says what still needs repairing, she goes, "We're blind on B and C decks. There's problem with the with the backup power." And he goes, "Oh, that's horseshit. We can take yeah. off." And yeah, we can. She says, but, "But is that we? a good yeah. I- good idea?" I mean, you know. This blind on B and C decks is convenient because you can't visually yeah. track where the alien is at any point then. Um, so, yeah, if they had just waited until the Nostromo had got all those things repaired, I don't know how yeah. that part of the film would have played out. And I don't... You know? I know they're finding the planetoid creepy and that, but what is Dallas's fixation with getting off the planet? He just wants to go home, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, he, he wants to go back to being asleep because he's yes. a useless <laughs> captain, yeah. Yeah, we refer you to the Dallas yeah. episode. Uh, we move to the final supper. There's Jones, yep. he's up on a separate table this time, eating yeah, away. Yeah, he's best. Yeah. yeah, 
Um, the whole cane writhing on the table, continuity is out the window. Yeah. One minute Sigourney Weaver's there between like Dallas and, and Parker, then she's gone, then she's back again, then she's gone. She keeps vanishing um, yeah. and then like, coming back. Yeah, like I say, the, between the um, two or three takes they did, they're, they're, they must have all been in different positions for each take. Mm. Because, yeah, they're all over the place, aren't they? It's just amazing. Yeah. The Ash versus Ripley thing rears its head again, where yep. um, she goes, what does it key on when he's yes, come up yeah. with his uh, motion sensor thing? And he has that exasperated eye-rolling oh, micro-changes yeah. <laughs> in density. Yeah, density. density. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, she's teamed up with Brett and Parker. I don't know why Dallas gave her Brett and Parker. He knows the animosity they I, feel towards I her. I think it's... it's useless lazy Captain Dallas isn't it he doesn't want to go with Parker and Brett ah because Parker will keep going on about the bonus yeah. situation he doesn't want to so deal with their <laughs> shit so it's like you're you're the lower manager off you go he's avoiding yeah. Parker yeah. isn't he he's, like he does all through this film he's avoiding his responsibilities much like Ridley Scott yeah. was avoiding Yafat Koto yes, yeah. towards the end of filming where he wanted to kill the alien yeah <laughs> so, yeah 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 <laughs> Alright, um, what do you think of the cheap scare scene with Jones in the locker? Uh, it's the only thing that to me is like a groany moment. Um, because any audience, even audiences are not seen this. You know, the, the few times I projected this as a Saturday night thing, I mean the audience might say, but everyone go, everyone shouts out, it's just a cat. Everyone mm. knows it's a cat. I knew it was the cat the first time I saw it without even knowing it. Um, it's a cheap jump scare. I think we allow them because it's. I think it's the only cheap jump scare that isn't part of the plot. And I know it's a classic. I mean, the the classic meme for any horror film is the cat jumps through the window and scares you. Yes. And I I think if you're going to put a jump scare in your movie, that's probably a really good one to put in there because it's almost meta, isn't it? It's like you're going, ha you was expecting a jump scare. Look at this, it's the cat. It's so almost, I, I can sort yeah. of forgive it. Yeah. It's almost meta the way Parker laughs and goes, yeah, he knows <laughs> it's it, the yeah. cat. <laughs> just, just a goddamn cat. Yeah. yeah. But, but uh, the question is, what was Jones doing in that locker? The door yeah. is shut. Yeah, I don't understand how Jones got in there. Perhaps Parker was, you know, he laughs embarrassedly. Perhaps it was his joke. Because I'm going to put the cat in the locker <laughs> what a, and scare What a scare Brett Ripley. Scare, yeah, scare, I'm going to scare Ripley. She asks Ash, what can they Didn't do? Didn't the for... alien put the cat in there? But why? It's a jump scare. We were speculating that Jones might actually be yeah, a, uh, a, a, a replica a, cat, an android. A, an, an android, yes, yeah. didn't we? Um, she asks Ash what can they do to drive it when they're coming yep. up with the whole air shaft scene. This is a the, I think, major pivotal moment in the film of what, how would the film have played out in that she volunteers to go into the yep. air shafts and Dallas says, no, it'll be me. But what if Ripley had gone into the air shafts and Ripley was killed in the air I, shafts? I think, realistically... Uh, the rest of the crew would have been wiped out one by one. <laughs> I don't think we would have got a the alien would have succeeded because Dallas just isn't as competent as Ripley. Um, and again, the fact that Ripley volunteers straight away um, because that's what she feels 
a leader should do. You know, and I, I just wonder if, if Ripley hadn't volunteered and almost shamed Dallas into going, no, I get the job. Would he have done it? Or would he try to have ordered one of the others to do it? Mm. It's interesting, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I could see him ordering Parker to do it. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Um, after the air shaft scene, you know, she basically takes command. I mean, she tells Ash, you know, when Dallas yeah. isn't around, I'm in command. Yeah. And she is now in command. Um, Dallas is dead. Well, yeah. he's not. He's cocooned, if you're looking at the final version. Um, and she takes command. They're going to keep going. They're going to carry yeah. on with Dallas's plan, which Lambert really objects yeah. to. You found this lane there. No blood. No Dallas. Nothing. How come I don't hear anybody saying nothing around I'm this thinking. place? Unless somebody has got a better idea. We'll proceed with Dallas's plan. What? And then don't blame the others. <laughs> no, you're out of your mind. You got a better idea? Yes. I say that we abandon the ship. We get the shuttle and just get the hell out of here. We take our chances and just hope that somebody picks us up. The shuttle won't take four. Well, then why don't we trust Rob? I'm not going any straws. I'm for killing that goddamn thing right now. Okay. Well, let's talk about killing it. We know it's using the air shafts. Will you listen to me, Parker? Shut up! Let's hear it. Let's hear it. It's using the air shafts. We don't know That's that. That's the only way. We'll move in pairs. We'll go step by step and cut off every bulkhead and every vent until we have it cornered, and then we'll blow it the fuck out into space. Is that acceptable to you? It means killing it. Obviously, it means killing it. But we have to stick together. How are our weapons? The weapons are fine. This one needs refueling. Will you get it, please? Ash, go with him. No, no, I can manage Ash. You don't follow me. Ash? Any suggestions from you or mother? No, we're still collecting. <laughs> you what? You're still collating? I find that hard to believe. What would you like me to do? Just what you've been doing, Ash. Nothing. I've got access to mother now and I'll get my own answers, thank you. It's a very good principle of management and, and any problem solving is that if you if you have a plan and it doesn't work to start with, that doesn't mean you should throw it out. And a lot of films do do, do that, don't they? They'll they'll you know, the threat they'll have some plan for the threat and it won't work for some uh, million to one reason. And they go, Okay, we've got to think of something else. No, no, just do the same thing again. But you know, that million to one might not fail this time. so I understand it it's, it's good planning but this it was a very very stupid plan of Dallas's mm. Um, mm. They, they, they she must have been able to come up with a better one yeah um, she's definitely she's a little bit 
losing it at this point, isn't she? Uh, I think. Um, no, she's not fully hysterical like Lambert's gone. She's getting but, emotional, yeah. isn't she? Yes. You know, I mean, she's riled. You know, she yeah. she, she says, "Will you listen to me, Parker? Shut up." Yeah. Um, Which I think is is possibly one of my favourite Ripley lines. Is, "Will you listen to the man for once, Parker?" Yeah. It's it's such a good. I don't know. Was this film filmed in uh, scene order? It was. Yeah. Yeah. That that does explain a lot, doesn't it? Because. Because as Ripley goes on, because the early scenes with Ripley are quite stilted, and then as she goes on, Sigourney Weaver just becomes better and better. But also um, Ridley yeah. Scott had been taking Yafat Kodo yes, to one yeah. side and said, look, Ryla, he wanted yes, this antagonism. Yeah. And I think they're so far into shooting now, it's on a personal level, I think yeah. Sigourney Weaver is getting that, yeah. hacked off. So there's a lot of, will you listen to me? Shut up. Yeah. Because, of Shut course, up. Yafat Kodo was one for improvising as well. I, I always get the yeah. feeling in this scene, you know, where he's like, well, let's hear it. Let's hear it. That, yeah. That's not scripted. That, 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 I, th- I think no, I imagine most, most of his lines are improvised. I, I get the feeling, or at least they're not, they don't fully match what's on the page. No. Yeah. I get the feeling there's a lot of riffing yeah. uh, between these two. And it's great. It's like, it's, it's just exciting to watch. Yep. So she checks with Parker. What was weapon status? Ask yep. Ash and mother what, they can suggest and she laughs at the we're still yeah. collating <laughs> you're what she goes yeah we she, all share. she's really we all good Sigourney that, Weaver yeah. I mean she she is I mean this yeah. is a proper emotion yeah this is more than acting I think at the yeah, moment and what's, what's really good is is this was her first film role um, she was very young and she she's holding her own against Ian Holm yeah and Yafet Koto yeah well done. Yeah. <laughs> <You know. laughs> but Ripley, though, this is a major yeah. mistake now of Ripley. She makes the mistake yeah. of telling Ash, she's in charge now. I've got access yeah. to Mother. I'm going to go and get my own answers. Yeah. <laughs> to, to be fair to Ripley, though, no one could have guessed that Ash would turn out to be a robot. No. I mean... Uh, you know Dan O'Bannon especially <laughs> as, as it, it wasn't his idea and he hated it um, so I, I'm I'm okay with the fact that she's because let's say Ash wasn't a robot and Ash wasn't a, a moustache twirling villain he was just a very, vaguely incompetent science officer it makes sense that she's like stick your, stick your access up your ass I've got access now I'm gonna yeah it I understand why she does it but it's that classic telling your foe what you're doing before you do it yeah you know if she had just crept away i'm presuming ash i don't know was ash following her was he monitoring her at this point we were talking during the ash thing there might have been like little peepholes some of those flashing lights there were actually eye holes just little ash's eyes looking like the old dark (laughs) house or something yeah yeah because you know by the time they made alien we had had lifelike androids you know yeah, West, yeah. Westworld had come out hadn't it you know yep. and Holmes and, and Yo-Yo <laughs> well maybe not so much Holmes and he hasn't got tape reels in his chest no, that's true yeah. um, that, that, if you don't know if you're sat there with your bandage around your head recovering from your head wound um, you, you, you there's been no tip off throughout this no. film that Ash is a robot well that, I mean and the genius of that is because it wasn't meant to be, was it? The script wasn't written with Ash being a no, robot. No, that's a, a Walter Hill edition. Yep. edition, wasn't it? Like I say, Dan O'Bannon um, was livid about it. Yeah. it just 
cheapened film. Yeah, it's the Russian spy is what he yeah, called yeah. it, didn't he? Yeah. Um, but I, I love it. I love the fact it's that final twist, <laughs> twisting the plot knife in. Um, and and whereas, weirdly, when I when when I first watched it, everyone referring to him as a goddamn robot. Just it's, like, it's not a robot. He's an android. There's a difference. <laughs> I love it now because this is exactly how people would speak. Yes. If you had a, if you had a lifelike android at your work. You would be calling it a robot. You'd call you? it a robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we we'll zip along. All the um, the attack on Ripley we've discussed in yes, the Ash episode. Yeah. The Ripley talking to the Ashes. She's one of the head. few. I think one of the few actresses that has ever done a scene where she's tried to be killed by having a porn mag inserted into suffocation it. by porn yes. mag. Yeah, it's um, it. It's not something you see very often. No, is no, it? no. Not there's not an Oscar category for that, is there? No, no. All and right. The nominees are. <laughs> yeah. So we'll go to a segment of the film that we haven't really touched oh, right. on, which yeah. is when she, Parker, and Lambert are going down the corridor. They've oh, got yes. uh, ten minutes Again, after setting great, a self-destruct. Yeah. I, I love this. I love uh, Parker's. Um, yeah, if, if we're not having 10 minutes we need a goddamn rocket to fly through space that's got to be improvised but because I've yeah. just got an image of yeah. Parker just sailing you know Wile E. Coyote yeah. style yeah. through it's the skies sort of a dark star moment when he's yeah. surfing off Whee! after the explosion yeah. Um, but yeah I, I like this um, again, it's again that old dark house thing of let's split up no let's not no you know, and and the order they do it in makes no sense. They create their own uh, ticking bomb, don't they? What the order should have been: stay together, get the oxygen. Stay together, get everything else. It's stay not oxygen, together. though. It's coolant. Well, coolant. Why, yeah. why do they need I coolant uh, to split them up? The cryo, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, to me, it, this may be this may be right in that they're a useless crew. But what's the point of having an escape shuttle that isn't ready to escape? Mm. This is your equivalent of um, uh, the boat sinking. Let's get to life lifeboats. Yeah, but uh, is the well, Narcissus the an escape pod, or is it just a shuttle? It's a good, very good question, I suppose. Yeah. Mm. If it's just a shuttle, uh, which you don't use very yeah. often. Yeah, I, it could be just a shuttle, in which case. But then, why would you bother putting? Um, right, you know, using up half of your real estate on your shuttle to put some sleep pods in it. Mm. Do you know how many sleep pods there are in the Narcissus, by the way? Because she says three, it, it doesn't take four. Yeah. And it's not clear when you watch the film, but I've got the Alien Blueprint book in front yeah. of me, and there's actually three, you're right. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. got to be in it, because there's three of them left. Otherwise, when she says, we'll take our chance in the shuttle... One of them would have gone. Parker would have said, "Hang on, Where's the there's scores? only two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nessie was thinking, oh, I get to uh, sleep with uh, Lambert on top of me. <laughs> Might have been. Um, also, you say about the expense of the shuttle. Are you aware there's two shuttles? Uh, I've read this, but I don't know where it's come from. We never see two shuttles. We never see two shuttles, right. but we do have a clue in that if you look at the the model of the Narcissus, it's got E1." on its side oh, right. and it's E1 because there's also E2 alright what, what's wrong with that one is it not there 
That's a bloody good point. You've got two shuttles, yeah. so you know a couple you go off of you go off in one, and a couple of you go off in the other. Yeah, it, it makes no sense if it must be broken or something. But then, yeah. I... Would you like to know what the other one was called? Uh, go on. Salmasis. Okay, what's that mean? I have no idea. So you've got the Narcissus, Narcissus is, is Eve one, it, yeah. yeah, and Salmasis. Escape pod number two. And do you know where they are when you see the uh, <coughs> no the, idea. The, the shuttle no thing? Idea the, basically, they are, um, you can't find it. Uh, it <coughs> the Alien Blueprint book is brilliant, and you've yep. got you know all the blueprints of the corridors for the all three decks. But uh, I, I presume it's somewhere on C deck, the the access to uh, yep. the Narcissus. But there's nothing on the blueprint. But the actual location of them, when you see you know the the, the hangar bay sliding back revealing the Narcissus. Um, it's uh, basically in the armpits of the Nostromo. If, oh, right. if, if you think of the two whacking great big engines on the side, the joining piece between the main body and them, underneath them, that's where where the uh, Narcissus is. All right? Right. Okie doke. Uh, what have I got next? Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah, so... Next question. She goes to the Narcissa, she pins her hair up, she's getting it ready, and she hears Jones yep. over the intercom. Um, what would have happened if she had completely forgotten about him and Jones blew up? What would have happened if she didn't go off after Jones? She would just stay in the shuttle, wouldn't she? And just yeah. sit there waiting for Parker and Lambert to come back. Yeah, I reckon so. Would she have contacted... Would she has heard Lambert and Parker. Well, the it's radio's on to yeah. hear. It's convenient that she hears very Jones meow. Yeah, and then she hears Lambert and Parker over the intercom as well, because they're not broadcasting it. No. Um, Somebody's yeah, very turned convenient. the intercom on. Yeah. yeah. When she goes up to the bridge and it's, yep. you know, Jones, here kitty, here kitty, kitty, and the eerie music starts. Are we supposed to think that she's going to get it just like Kane did? I think uh, not so, Not Kane, yeah. like Brett I mean, I, did. Yeah, I thought that, because when you're first watching it, yeah, because the music, it gets the creepy, and you think, oh, God, that's not, it's the alien. And it's, oh, it's Jonesy. Um, yeah, I, I think that's what it is. It's a false scare. Yeah. It's, it's very accurate, this, because I don't know about you, but our cat, if our cat... Somehow, if if our cat, we've got to put him in the cat box to take oh, him to the yep. vets. Somehow they sense yep. that you want them, and suddenly he'll just go missing. He, yeah, no, he, normally he Maggie. Yeah, Maggie is normally following me about all around the house. You want to try and do something, she'll be there, sat there, wanting a bit of fussing, you know. But yeah, the minute you go, you know you're taking them to the vets or anything. They're they're Gone. disappeared. They're under the bed. They're in the cupboard. Yeah. Um, so I I think this is very accurate. This is very cat-like behaviour. Yes. But she manages to get him. She puts him in the yep. uh, in, in his travel box, which conveniently. Keep, yeah. I'd love to make one of them. Yeah. Z box. I think uh, Bob Burns yes. owned, owned yeah. it, and yeah, you could clearly see on the on it. You've got the Wayland Utani signs. So yeah. Wayland Utani um, make cat boxes as well. Um, they got a finger in a lot of pies, haven't they? They have, yeah. Um, and over the intercom, that's when she hears the death of Lambert yeah. and Parker. Um, she goes off to find them. We never see... We see a, we, we see Parker's hand, and yeah. or Lambert's hand, but Sigourney Weaver's great. That shudder she gives, she goes, yeah. oh, like that. And um, 
yeah, she's really selling this gory death scene that we don't really see. And we yeah, don't need to see good. it. Again, no. we don't need to see that. And I love when she goes to the engine room and you've got that pop-up, a, a yeah. re-illuminated panel for the self-destruct. We um, we love a bit of... Uh, a bit of um, bomb arm in sequence don't we yeah um i love it if you if, i mean there's a whole website devoted to this but if you especially on the blu-ray now in 4k pause it and read the instructions it's hilarious because it's just junk writing it's the same phrase over and over again it's the same phrase in french or it's in english and french yeah. Yeah. which is very strange I, I i did pause it on the blu-ray and i yeah. wrote it down this is what it says to do Punch nuclear code number one. Verify bolt clamp release. Perform insertion of bolt number one to hold number one. Remove nuclear head. Activate push button switch. Replace nuclear head. Verify secured. Verify detonation activated. Repeat for holds two, three, and four. And that's it. Yeah. Why? Well, I mean, a lot of people have raised this point. Why would you have a scuttle function? Uh, and I know there's some fan wank thing about that there's a war going on isn't there and they didn't want the ship I mean but you get nothing from the film about that there's nothing about this suggests there's a war going on no um, it's, uh, yeah it's, it's like the big lever in the Krell laboratory in it to blow up the planet yeah Just, <laughs> that's, that's an accident waiting to happen but at least on this one it's because um, she's not setting a bomb or anything she's turning the cooling off isn't she she's yeah. going to detonate the reactor that way um and I love that. I love that it's so complex. All these little inserting things and pressing switches, and and the look of it. Yeah. You know, the prop yeah. is it, it's yeah, fantastic. It's great. Yeah, it looks really good. And that keypad, the illuminated keypad, she presses. Yeah. I love. I, again, I paused it. Some of the some of the buttons on that keypad. One says agaric fly. Another one yep. says particle beam abort. Another one says pranic lift, and yep. shakti excess. Yeah, it's all that it, might be. I think um, I think a lot of them are uh, lifted from like uh, religious things, aren't they? Like shamanism and stuff like that. They're, they're they're various yoga modes and stuff like that. But it's it's basically nonsense. It's 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 the same old thing we see so many times in shows. It's what letter set they had and who was doing it, isn't it? Yep, and it's the same as those instructions I just read out. Were you? Yep. If you're in the cinema watching this in 1979, yeah, that is flashed up for about 10 yeah. seconds. You've got no chance of reading yeah. any of that. This is Ridley Scott, and he's at the height of his game for detail. Yeah, it's just it, your brain doesn't need to know what it says. Your brain knows that things like this have instructions. Yeah. And yeah. so your brain goes, oh, that's real. Yeah. It's, it looks it's real. genius. Yeah. 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 In a way that a big red button self-destruct wouldn't work <laughs> Ian I've just got to pause just for a second I've, yeah, I've okay. got to turn the light on since we've started recording oh, to, yeah, the daylight yeah, has gone and I've got no I've got no light I can't read my notes anymore hang on one second okay hang on a second Yeah, we're in the UK and it's uh, it's it's four and it's dark yeah. by four. Dark, yeah. <laughs> the sun was setting at about two o'clock this afternoon when I was washing my car. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, all right. Um, if we exclude the cocoon sequence, yes, which I prefer to do because I yeah, it's not a very good sequence. It's not good at all. I think it's round about that time. 
the rest of the film is in real time, isn't it? The countdown yeah. is correct, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah, because she, she goes off to go into the, uh, Narcissus, but the alien is is there waiting. Um, oh, I love that moment. I love the fact you've got a strobe. I, th- I, think, yeah. I think that's been put on to, you know, just try and disguise the fact that it's a man in a suit. Yeah, I, I, I 100% think so, because... It is literally just a man in a suit. Imagine this in a brightly lit BBC studio. It's just a man. It's a man in a suit, crouched down. Yeah. But no, this is a brilliant sequence where it keeps cutting from her, and she's edging around the corner, and, around the corner and she sees it, and she um, leaps back yeah. and freezes, and looking yeah. horrified. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's terrific, and the and yeah. the music is great as well. What well, would you, if you were, um, say, you put yourself in Ripley's place at the moment? Would you be tempted just to... Well, he's in front of me. I've got a flamethrower. Let's Torch roll the it. dice. Yeah. No, she, she, instead yeah, she, she decides she goes, she's going to yeah. go back and, and turn the coolant back on. Yes. And I do love this, that she goes through this very long sequence in reverse yeah. <laughs> to turn it back on. And she misses it by about two seconds, and of course it's too late now. I like the and way any, she calls out to mother. Computer, yeah. <laughs> I've done it. I've it. done it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's really good. Then she loses it and swings a, a flamethrower at the monitor screen. Yeah, I'm I'm like that with my computer. Yeah. You know, I'm always swearing at my computer when it decides it's going to do something I don't want it to do. I don't swing a flamethrower at it, but I no. felt like it. Um, so, and she's raging as she runs back off. Yeah. She's still muttering, "You bitch, goddamn yeah, it!" She's, <laughs> she's raging against the machine. Yeah. So. I like. I love the fact when you know where the alien is. Yeah. That you can see the alien when she first goes through and into the narcissus. Yeah. There he is. There's his domed head over in the corner. Yeah. And w- once you've seen it, the next time you watch it, you're looking for it, and it's like, oh god, it's there. Yeah. It's there in full view. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. But again, so, it's it's the the because it's biomechanical, isn't it? It fits in. Yep. Great. She straps in, she's going to launch, she presses the button, the word purge comes up on the screen, which um, reappears a couple years later in Blade Runner, doesn't it? It does, yeah. When the spinner takes off, exactly the same thing. A few other alien graphics. Yeah. Yeah. I love that launch sequence. Yeah, I I love the whole detonation. I know a lot of people complain that the detonation is is weak somehow, but it's not, it's great. And the people that go... um, you wouldn't hear it. It's a space film, for God's sake. No, it, it, no, that's, no, that's it's, not it's a great detonation sequence. I love it. I love the fact that you've got a few explosions. You've got a gap yeah. between each. Yeah. Um, yeah, very 2001 as well, the old very, yeah, uh, the, slit scan. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, very uh, accurate cat again when she's trying to, yeah. you know, be nice to Jones and put him in bed. Oh. He's growling yeah. <laughs> like that. Yes. Don't yeah. want to go to bed. Yeah. She's just about to start, you know, getting out of her clobber. Yep. But just before she does it, she takes a packet out of her cupboard. Are they yep. like, you know, plastic gym sealed jams. gym jams? They yeah. are, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. So a little um, kung fu outfit she wears at the end. Yeah. So um, she strips off. We can yep. still see the alien. The alien's there if if, if you look. Um, when Just before he's, you know, about to reveal himself... And she flicks a switch, and a strobe light starts. Now, and again, this is done to disguise the fact that it's a man in a rubber yes. suit. But 
but what is the logic of this? Why? Why would I don't that know be why there's so many strobes on the Nostromo. I don't. Yeah, because there's nothing worse than a flashing strobe light, is there? No. Um, and also, in a lot, in quite a percentage of the population, it, it's it causes seizures. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, I think you're you're right. It's there. It's there to give the alien when the alien does come out. It gives it a very literally alien look to its movement. Yes. It gives it that jerky like every other frame has been moved out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or yeah. any school disco yeah. <laughs> where they had a strobe light going off. They were huge, weren't they, at the time? <laughs> um, but yeah, again, a, a, a great sequence because it, it's very symbolic, isn't it? She strips down so she's got no defence against it. She's in pure white. It's going against the dragon. It's very, it's, it's very, very clever stuff. Um, I did like. I was reading an interview with um, uh, with uh, Ridley Scott the other day, and he was bemoaning how much it cost to hand paint out uh, Sigourney Weaver's pubic hair. <laughs> so you can imagine if that's on your CV. I did some special effects on Alien. It, oh, mu- oh, 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 it must be on somebody's the... some yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Did you do the Alien? No, no, <laughs> not quite. Well, the face hugger. No. Chestburst. No. Oh, the robot head. No. What did you do? I painted out Sigourney's pubic hair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Ridley says on the audio commentary, you know, when um, you know uh, the explosion has happened and you know, I've got you and everything. He goes, uh, that's where you know everybody thinks the film is going to finish, yeah. right? But it's clearly setting up for a jump because if that oh, really yeah. was the end of the film and she's going to do her, you know, signing off thing, why have you got these long lingering shots of her? Yeah. flicking switches it's, yeah. you know it's with, with... We're, yeah we're so used to even at this even in 79 it was this was ever again everyone says oh it's a modern thing the um the 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 sort of calm before well we get another scene that the killer's not quite dead this uh, this was old hat even then yeah I um, would have known. Yeah. I would have known. Oh, 100%. It's the way when she's bending over just yeah. before the arm and the hand comes down it's the way the frame is composed yeah. and the way the background's in focus that you know something's going to happen yeah. you yeah. just know it but it and it does happen and we get the jump that's very jaws music i always think that music is very jaws that yeah. first bit um yeah and it, it is a bit i i love the fact we get our first real clear glimpse of the alien hand as well mm. um i bet like me you studied that yeah in the, the photo novel and a bit I, before it, I like uh, those little holes that are on like the knuckles. Yeah, yeah, it's, they're, they're they're like little skulls, aren't they? They're like little yeah. skull indentations. You don't and on the MPC model it, kit, yeah. they represented yes, that. They, did, that, that, yeah. that. they were actually on there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, the, the, these great, these yeah. shots of the alien in the photo novel. Yeah, I used to study these so yeah. much. I love the fact that it's um, it's just happily sat there, and the not the sound the the sound effects are great, but it's happily sat there and it's just showing off its mandibles, isn't it? Having a bit of a drool. Why As do you think it chooses now? <laughs> Why do you think it chooses to bring its arm out? You know, rather than yeah. waiting a little bit longer. Because it could have, um, it could have just grabbed her. Wait till she was a bit closer, grabbed her, and that's the end of it. Yeah, if um, she hadn't gone over yeah. to that side of the. Because it doesn't Shuffle. seem keen to chase her, does it? No, no. Yeah. So I, I don't. I know. I've, I've, there's so many theories about that. It was cocooning itself up, and it, it its life cycle is only one day, and all this sort of stuff. I, 
I don't know. I think it's just um, Vanessa's the answer to everything, really. It's just being a bit alien. It is. It's not meant to be doing what we're expecting it to the do. The same way it was hanging upside down yeah. in the uh, in the claw. Yeah, what room. the hell was it doing there? Yeah, yeah. Painting the ceiling? Uh, yeah, it, it's being alien, and I love this, and I love this whole sequence, and Ripley runs into the the uh, very large cupboard, um, and uh, you can see her, almost see her on her face formulating a plan. Yeah. Um, getting into the uh, the gorgeous space suit. I do um, question the, the, the white. This yeah, one. yes, and that, that that's symbolic as well, yes, isn't it? Very much so. Um, but I do question the choice of camera angle for her getting into it. I don't yeah, know why we it, have to be pointing up at her crutch like that. Yeah, that would. I don't think that would fly now. Um, to be honest, it is a bit uh, uh, voyeuristic, isn't it? Mm. I think it's the uh, it's the only scene that really um, you're there for titillation. It is, you know, yeah. It's the same as the hammers, um, but it, yeah, it's such a minor thing, I think, at this point. But I could see him on like certain screen uh, streaming sites, perhaps cutting that bit out. Mm. You know what I mean? I could, I could see him doing that. Mm. I love the fact that it, at this point, you know, the alien is laying there, and it's like I'm going to show myself off. So, yeah, you know, we have the thing with its hand slowly, you know, pulling up, and then the mandible going in. And out. I mean, if this isn't symbolism, I don't know what is, you know. Um, and it lets her come out of the locker. It lets yeah. her sit yeah, down. Yeah, it's not. It's not interested in. I think it. To me, it always seems to be. Do you remember, like, this? This will show our age. You know, back when like New Faces was on, and you would always get the new muscle faces. man. Do you remember? Yes. Actually, someone put that music over it, and I think that's why it always reminds me. Of. It's flexing its muscles, isn't it? It's going, yeah. hey, look at me, I'm all fit. Um, God knows that someone thought that was a career in the seventies. I'm going to win a talent contest by flexing my muscles, um, but I think that's what it's doing. I think it's showing off. Right, it's sort of going, look, you ain't got a chance. How intelligent is the alien? Would you don't say? Don't know. I, I think it must be fairly intelligent in a different way. I don't think it's like intelligent like us. I don't think you could necessarily have a conversation with it. But it's, I think it's definitely got to be higher intelligence than just a, a B or an AND. Yeah. You know. The reason for asking is: Does the alien know that the rest of the ship that it's been inhabiting? Isn't there anymore? That it's just this uh, one room. Well, it is knew enough. Yeah, it knew enough to get onto the escape shuttle. Or is that just is that just you know coincidence that it happens to be on there? I don't know. Because and this is where all these sort of films fall down in it. Because it would have to. You could say it knew that Ripley was going to get in there, but then that implies that it knows that Ripley had set the ship to self destruct, and yes. that, that was an escape shuttle. I mean, it could be just coincidence. It saw a new door and went, oh, I've not been in that part of the ship yet. Um, but I think it must be intelligent. Hmm. I mean, it's certainly more intelligent than Dallas. How <laughs> 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 weird him. Yeah. So it's laying there and it's just yep. watching her as she sits down and starts playing with the special gases panel. Yeah. It says and it, here's, a love, yeah here's a lovely, lovely... Um, uh, way to see that the, the the circuitry on the 
Narcissus is just um, sprues from airfix it, kits. It's plastic kits, yeah. It's amazing. When you spot it, Once it's you've seen it, you can't yeah. unsee it. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, anyone who hasn't built a model kit, if you buy a model kit, um, all the parts come on these plastic trees called sprues and you snip yep. the parts of them, glue them together someone decided to busy up that panel by just taking yeah, a sprue. Yeah. I know people have looked into it and tried to work out what model oh, kit right, that's yeah. from, but I don't think it's ever no. been um, um, reliably, you know, uh, confirmed. Yeah. You know? But, I mean, yeah. The other, yeah. The other question is, why are there so many steam purges on the ship? Yes. Why do they keep needing to vent steam into certain areas? Yeah. Is it steam that's, or is it I gases that's be. being fired yeah. at could the be, alien? I suppose it could be. But then, why would you want to vent gases into your into your living space? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's lucky that it does because it, uh, whatever it is, the alien doesn't like it. No. So if it's steam, it doesn't like heat, which is weird. Uh, and if it's um, if it's gases, it just doesn't like it. It has well, the right it, old uh, hiss. It doesn't. Shit. It doesn't breathe because it can live yeah. out in the yeah. out in space, can't it? it? And this this sequence where it th- this is the sequence where you see that it's a man in a suit so clearly, but the way it backs out and falls onto the floor is exactly the same as the creature in it, the Terror from Beyond Space, yeah. backs out almost to the point where I, I I watch them back to back and go, this has to be done on deliberately it's so close to that scene the way or it is out. it is it just, just if you're in a practicality yeah. that's the only way that you're going to do it yeah it could be could yeah. be why does um ripley start singing you are my lucky star i think it's it's whistling in the dark and it? it's uh, she's trying to take her mind off of i think she would have gone into just paralysis right. otherwise she's taken her mind off of it Okay, so he starts backing out, and the strobes going, and that's yep. fine. You know, that that's fine when he starts to come out. But oh dear, when old Bajo's, you know, out, and you see the legs come out, and yeah. it's like that is the ouch moment for me. That's yeah. the moment where you can't disguise it. That is yeah. a man. This is the this is the uh, in Jaws where Bruce jumps on the boat. Yes, it's that moment. But again, like in Jaws because you've bought it it's so masterfully done right till now you don't go wow that's ruined it for me you go ooh okay no, I'll buy that you are totally along yeah. with the ride exactly yeah, yeah. Um, and it stands up uh, Ripley decides to turn her back on him yep for some reason don't know why I mean he's not he's not a cat it's not like they stand still while you're watching them and they'll only creep up on you when you're not watching um yeah, I don't know why she's got to turn her back. Unless, again, it's uh, it's like the singing the song. She knows that if she watches it, she's just going to just lock up. Yeah, yeah. it might she's be that. Be, yeah. But she does look round, doesn't she? She manages yeah. to twist in the helmet, and yeah. there he is, and he, he's just and about it, to do yeah. to her what he did to Brett. Yeah, it's very, very, um, very, very well edited, this bit. Because if you see the behind-the-scenes photo of the alien when she looks up, He's just stood there with his hands up right next to her going, ah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, well edited. But she does leave it till the very last moment and then uh, hits the uh, the uh, open door yeah. <laughs> button. I, I, I mean, editing is key in this oh, next bit. And, it, yeah. and it's a masterwork of editing, yep. this. You know, she p- presses the button, the door blows. That's Roy Scammell in the alien suit yep. now, not, not, not Bajo. And, uh, yeah. 
blown backwards, puts his arms out, holds holds himself in the doorway. She gets the grappling hook. Yeah. And fires in, out he goes. Out he goes. And what's amazing with this is um, that 20th Century Fox uh, didn't want them to do this bit. The mer- they'd spe- they, they thought they'd spent so too much on it already. Uh, and Ridley Scott said, well, I've still got to film the creature's death. They didn't want to do it. They didn't want to film the creature's death. It's like, no, no, just end the film. Mm. So, what, so if they'd have had their way, the Nostromo would have blown up. Ripley on the Narcissus would have gone, phew, glad that's over. Sleepy, yeah. sleepy time. And that would have been the end. But thank goodness, I mean, I think they had just enough money for one afternoon's filming. Um, and they filmed this bit. And it's single take. It's why it's, it, it's a bit hokey. And it doesn't quite work. But the editing sort of covers it up. I don't the mind death of the No, I think it, it works fine for me. But you, if you listen with the commentary on... Um, yeah, they sort of point, Ridley Scott's pointing out where all the bits he would have done differently. Mm. Um, but it's, it's amazing that they, they built that whole back end of the Narcissus and hung it from a ceiling. Yeah, with old Roy uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, slightest accident. If that had fell, I would have wiped them all out. But also you've got, you know, for the plasma effect of the engines, that's yeah, just, just water. Yeah. They've overcranked yep. water jetting down yeah. with a bloody Sim- great arc light above yep. it. Simple effect, but works perfectly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and that's the alien gone bye-bye. Well, right. I mean, we don't know that it's been burnt to a crisp because it just f- ends up getting pushed away, doesn't it? It could still be alive yeah. floating around out there now. Yeah. Um, and then we have Ripley with a final uh, yep. report, don't we? We do, yes, which I got wrong as well. I got a final line wrong, didn't I? You did, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a nice scene. She she uh, talking where well, she's cuddling Jonesy, and then she does a final sign off. Um, it's just a classic end. It's brilliant. That, that, that's a beautiful yeah. final shot of her. Yeah, as well. She can mm-hmm. finally kip. It's been a bit of a rough day. Yeah, <laughs> to be fair, it's all over in six weeks. Yeah. She's going to reach the frontier, and she'll be yeah. back with her daughter. Oh no, her daughter doesn't exist because we haven't got aliens, no. have we? Yeah, she hasn't got a daughter at the moment. No. Um, weird that. Um, the frontier must be pretty far out, mustn't it? Because um, they were going to do ten weeks at hyperspeed, yeah. would have taken them back to Earth. But she's six weeks at wh- whatever the top speed of the Narcissus is, um, and she'll hit the frontier. Yeah, yeah. All right, so <clears throat> here we go behind the scenes. Got an awful lot. Oh, go on. Okay. It's going to be a long and this, isn't it? It's yeah, what are we at? We're at 1 hour 20, and that's without any audio in. Um, yeah. All right, so in early drafts of the film script, Ripley was Martin Roby, was oh, the name okay. of that character, and was the ship's executive officer. Um, but that was a role given to Kane in the, yeah. in the final film. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, the majority of the characters in the script were written so they could male or female um roby was meant to be a man but it was alan ladd jr who yeah. suggested turning uh, making the the hero female there was a trend at the time i, I don't remember i was too young but there was a trend at the time in films of strong female leads in films um julia and turning point are uh, two films that yeah. are, are um mentioned for that um in Walter Hill's first stab at the script, um, Ripley and Ash did have sex 
um, as a stress reliever at some point. Um, Other actresses considered for Ripley include Meryl Streep. In fact, isn't there a test... I'm not sure. I don't think I've ever seen. I think I, th- I think I've seen something. Uh, yeah. Catherine Ross and Genevieve Bujold um, uh, were uh, considered. Okay. Uh, Scorny Weaver became worried that she would lose the role um, because she thought she was going to be allergic to Jones the cat. Yes. Um, yeah, luckily, it wasn't, was it? It, it, it was a combination of cat hair when mixed yeah. with glycerin that yeah. she had put on her to make her appear sweaty. Those two combined um, actually made her start coming out in a rash. Um, Ripley was originally supposed to be naked for the final yes. scene with yeah. the alien, but Fox branded the idea pornographic. Yeah, well, um, Scorny Weaver wanted to do it, didn't she? She thought, because it's her first role, that she should commit totally... If she uh, was naked yeah. in that last thing, that you wouldn't have had that crutch shot. No. You couldn't have had that crutch shot. Well, it would have been the next certificate. <laughs> oh, blimey. Yeah. Um, regarding Jones, there were four cats played the part of Jones. Four. Yeah. Four. Yeah. One One was for, like, you know, the uh, one One of them was more prone to liking being cuddled. Oh, and, right. Uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, in Dan O'Bannon's initial script, when they catched... Jones, just after they catch drones, they trap the alien in a food storage area and Captain Standard tells the other, it looks completely different it's more like a I can't read my writing, a worm with legs and tentacles yeah Okay. that would have been a bit different wouldn't it yeah, that would have been uh, a bit Roger Corman-ish yep. they try to poison it but it escapes into the ventilation ducts and their next plan is to lure it to the lifeboat Snark 2, um, which they would have filled with explosives. You trap it on board the Snark, fire the shark, launch the shark, Snark, and then blow it up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in the next draft, Roby locks the alien in the lifeboat, goes down to shut down the self-destruct, can't, goes back to the lifeboat. The alien is gone. He launches, the snark blows up, the alien comes out, and Roby is warned by the cat hissing. Alright. Okay, so the, sort of a, a, a reverse of the cat yeah, with causing Brett. Brett's death. Yeah. Um, he turns round, sees the alien. The alien is gnawing on an arm of one of the crew. Oh dear. Mm. And Roby, I don't want to see the alien eating, do you? No, no. It, just, it makes it too... Uh, normal. It stops it being an yeah. alien. Um, and Roby goes into the suit locker much like we see Ripley do. Um, the alien gets... get a crutch shot there. No. The alien gets distracted by the cat. Roby gets into a suit and the rest plays out just like is in the film. When you say it gets distracted by the cat, does it go, oh, booty cat and it starts playing <laughs> with it. Coochie coochie coo. Yeah. Um, and it ends with Roby dictating, I should be to the frontier in 250 years or so. Oh, okay. Yeah. A bit long, yeah, yeah. With a little luck, the network will pick yeah. me up. Incidentally, I did manage Think to... Think of all s- my back pay. <laughs> <laughs> Incidentally, I did manage to salvage one souvenir out of this whole mess, and you see that he's got the alien skull that they found at oh. the pyramid. Oh, okay. I thought they... Yeah. Mm. I'm glad they they didn't go with that. That's a bit involved, isn't it? Yeah. Um, He and Jones go to sleep, 
But then, as Snark 2 drifts past the camera, we suddenly see that a spore pod is attached to the underbelly of the craft. Roll end credits and music. I'm glad they didn't do that. No. Um, For the visualisation of the alien, um, the guide was no scales, no fangs, no claws. Uh, he had he had big nail he had big clawy nails. Yes, he? yeah, and he did have fangs on the end of his yeah, it's true, yeah, teeth, uh, tongue basically. And I think the the whole thing about saying no scales, no fangs, no claws. If you look at some of the, especially the Ron Cobb ideas yes, of what yeah. the alien would be like, they were very well not cliched, but what you would expect an alien to yeah. be like, you know? Yeah, I, ironically less alien. Yes. And more, yeah, cliché alien. Yeah. Uh, now, the first idea about, you know, uh, depicting the, the big chap, as it went on to be called, was to have an adult contortionist with two small children strapped to him <laughs> yeah. and a costume over that. Brilliant. Duct right? tape some kids, yeah. <laughs> so but it would have been, presumably, if they wanted a contortionist, it would have been like uh, the one in Extra... You know, where it's the guy, the contortionist, walking backwards. Yeah. Or somebody um, off of New Faces. The, yeah, or someone off New Faces. Yeah, you used to get that as well. Contortionism as a yeah. as a, an act. Um, the trouble is, whenever they do things like that, it just looks like a contortionist with a, <laughs> with a mask on. Doing his it? turn in a funny yeah. costume. Yeah. The next idea was to get two or three circus performers strapped together. When you say circus performers, are they using uh, a euphemism for... Um, I think so, yeah. I don't think they're talking about jugglers there. No. Or clowns. Strap three mimes together! That would be scary. <laughs> it would scare me. Yeah. They briefly considered a robotic version, yeah. but well, chameleon comes yeah. oh, to God, mind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then a stop-motion version, and that yeah. brings to mind the stop-motion we've seen in the outtakes from The Thing. Yeah, I, don't, I, I love stop-motion. But I don't think it would have worked. No, no. But of course, they they went with H.R. Giga, didn't they? Yes, after um, the genius, c- yeah. Flicking through the Necronomicon book, and yeah, you look in the Necronomicon book, and there he is. The big chap is yeah. there. Although yeah. um, uh, he he, you know, he initially was going to do the one that's in the book, and the one in the book has got eyes. But yes. Ridley Scott said, ditch that. They look too much like motorcycle goggles. So yeah, it, I think it looks better without eyes. Also, the one in the book has got a massive old uh, um, penis tail, hasn't it? And and also his head is far longer yeah. at the yes. back. And and I, I think physically you just couldn't do that. You would have snapped no. anyone's neck who tried wearing that. <laughs> We've gone through six actors already. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Giga sculpted the Phase 3 version because it was the Phase yep. 3, the third take that they used in plasticine and then put piping um, over a real human skull. They've always said yes. it's a real human skull. Um, I don't know. Do, can, can you I, see him doing that? I know he was a strange yeah. bod, old Giga. I, I can imagine him using a real human skull. I could imagine him using his real mum's skull or something yeah. like that. Um, there was a... At this point, it's sort of a bit forgotten now, but at this point in the 70s, of course, medical skeletons now were real skeletons. Yeah. There was a big because there was a big uh, furore about uh, India. They were just digging people up and selling their skeletons to medical things, wasn't it? And there was ended up there was an international embargo put on them. 
Um, so I can imagine, yeah, it, it could well be. I'd like to think they would have taken a a cast and used a cast, but no, I I could imagine them using a wheel. Yeah, you're right. The Some, 70s yeah. was different. Yeah, it, it, it was very it, it, different. And I think, I mean, it's very morbid, but I would like to know who it was because they could get a credit, couldn't they? Yeah, you say morbid. Mm. I, I, I've just recalled that in the biology room in my yeah. school, um, in secondary school, not junior school, yeah. God, um, there was a jar with a uh, a, a, a a human fetus in it. Yeah, an actual yeah, it was, yeah, baby in a jar. A real, like we had a real yeah. baby in a jar. It's just mad, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he sculpted this yep. uh, um, head. Um, a mould was taken from it, and they made multiple copies. Um, and one was sent to David Watlin. Um, basically, they were covering themselves. If one of them broke, they had another one. Had another, yeah. um, and David Watlin, he, his team at Shepparton, they, they they're the people that built the very first R2-D2. Oh, right. So, yeah. Um, the body was built up from a body cast of... But is it Badejo? Badjo? Uh, I think it's Badjo yeah. or Bajo, isn't it? Mr. B. The big bloke, yeah. yeah. Um, starting with a layer of plasticine and then adding ribbon over the top of that. Uh, they toyed with the idea of having the costume transparent. Yes, uh, there is a... It still exists, doesn't it? It's just not aged well. Can't you get a, um, a NECA figure of yes, the, they transparent the transparent alien where well, they... Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm glad they didn't. Yeah. No, and also, in the dome as well, they, they, they toyed with having live maggots, maggots in yeah. the dome, didn't they? They as did. Well. Roger Dickon... We've mentioned Roger, Roger Dickon before, have, the, yeah. uh, the, the overlooked... Uh, uh, guy who built the very first facehugger and chestburster he wanted to do the mechanical effects for the big chap right. um, and um, and did do some early attempts but Gordon Carroll wasn't impressed and that's when they brought in old Rambaldi yes. who had uh, worked on King Kong and would go on to uh, make E.T. He did, yeah. yeah and so yeah he did the mechanical head um, and at first the jaw mechanism was all wrong. Um, you could see the springs in it, you know, and uh, the jaw was too wide. Yeah, true, true. They had to refine it, and yep. refine it they did. Um, I've got a quote from The Making of Alien by J.W. Rinsler about the bodysuit. Right. Um, it said, whatever, however you pronounce it, Joe Mr. B started started with a one-piece black bodysuit. Next were leg and hip pieces zipped up on the side. With help, he slid the torso ribcage section over his head, his arms pulled on like sleeves. Rubber feet covered his own, as did non-articulated six-digit gloves. The articulated tail, built by Watlin, attached separately to a a moulded fibreglass plate anchored inside the costume. In all, the Phase 3 suit consisted of 10 to 15 separate pieces, depending on what action was needed. It was a complex affair, and parts of it were see-through, such as the ribcage. The head was placed on last, and Mr. B would liken wearing it to having your head stuck in the middle of a long, wide banana. Fair enough. It doesn't sound very comfy, does it? It doesn't sound very comfy, and the beauty of this film is when you see the alien you're not quite sure what you're looking at because it has been framed and lit in that you only see bits at a time and this is why you know when I go to conventions and you've got folk you know 
dressed up as incredibly accurate colonial marines you've usually got an alien and seeing yep. a, a guy in a bodysuit with you know rubber pieces stuck on it it don't work it, no it doesn't most most creature designs most suits unless they're filmed you know specially and with great care they just look like they are they look like latex suits over a, uh, a person um, we said this so many times in Doc 2 and it designs yeah. fine but as soon as it's a suit just and, doesn't work. and not only a person, yeah. but a regular sized person. Yes. Miss, Mr. Yeah. B was what seven foot something tall and yes. stick thin. You know, if you've got you know Craig from down the road in his latex suit, yeah. um, no, it don't work, does it? No, no, it's uh, it's always and it's that's the trouble with conventions, isn't it? You, if you've got cloning marines, you've got to have an alien for them to fight. Yeah, and it. It's what it's why like you'll always see a uh, an alien and a predator at a convention, and the predators always look better. Yeah, um, because the alien, yeah. because he's trying to do moves, he ends up yeah. looking like a mime exactly, as well. Yeah. yeah, he's doing these you know creeping along moves, and it's like, and usually the tail is attached to one of the yeah. uh, the, the the rear tube things and, and yes. moves around yeah. a bit, but you can see the wire that's holding it up. You know, they're they're, they're very much. They need to be filmed. They don't work in no, and filmed in the dark life, yeah. as well. In the dark, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, last bit of um, uh, info before we get on to uh, Sigourney Weaver. Did you know at the moment of the explosion of the refinery going up, you're meant to cut back to the uh, dining room of the Nostromo and the nodding birds. And at the, as the nodding bird comes down and, and touches the thing of water, that's when the explosion went off. Really? That's a bit cheesy, isn't it? It, it, it would have taken you out of all the suspense yeah. of the countdown, wouldn't it? It's, 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 so, it's so easy to get a laugh from the audience if you did something like that. I and mean, it would totally blow it. Yeah. You've just knacked all your bit from that point onwards. They're ready then primed to laugh at the alien to laugh at the ending yeah, yeah. Oh, dodgy no, that, would have, that, that would have disrupted the yeah. film more than the cocoon oh. sequence yes. wouldn't it yeah. it yeah. shows you that that classic films work sometimes by what's not done to them yes we've said this in the Mad yeah. Max films yes. the yeah. things that the ideas that they were going to have yeah, that, like, they oh, didn't that they didn't choose to do yeah. that's the bit of genius knowing when to go no yeah yeah, yeah. All right, Sigourney Weaver then, the mighty yes. Sigourney Weaver, um, born in 1949 in New York. Did you know that her father was a nut on Roman history? I did not know that. No. Yeah, and therefore wanted to call her Flavia. Oh, okay. Yeah, Flavia. So Weaver. is Sigourney a Roman thing then? Or? No, Sigourney. Her her actual name is Susan. Oh, I, yes, I did read she that. She was born somewhere. Susan. Yeah. She changed it to Sigourney when she started acting because she was so impressed by the great Gatsby. Um, there's a character in that called Sigourney Howard. Oh, so yeah. she changed her name to Sigourney. Yes. Uh, I, I love this uh, bit of trivia about Sigourney Weaver. Her salary to get her back for Alien Resurrection was more than the cost of the entire cost of Alien. Mad, isn't it? That's just incredible. Yeah, you know, as you say, this was her first, you know, proper role in a film yeah. in Alien, 
And when I think she had done some stage work before this. She she, she was in Annie yeah. Hall, wasn't she? She was yeah. like an extra or a background character in Annie Hall. But this was her first, you know, proper role. Um, and uh, yeah, <laughs> you could make Alien with the cost of her wage to do, you know, the third sequel. It's, yeah, it's mad, isn't it? It just yeah. It either tells us what inflation is, or it tells us how actors' pays has become inflated. Yeah. Well, they, she said, didn't she? Yeah, you know, yeah. A, a, a truck came along <laughs> with, yeah. with her money for to, to get her to come back for Alien Resurrection. Fair uh, is. Uh, yeah. It would probably taken me that to come back for that script. But. <laughs> I never get the impression watching her, I and mean, she's been in so many films, um, I never get the impression, impression that she's particularly tall. But she is. No, she is very tall, yeah. I think, again, it's the Hollywood thing of you can't have a leading lady that's taller than the leading man. So do you think then, because yeah. she, she's six foot one, do you think then, yeah. you know, when she's in Ghostbusters and she's alongside Bill Murray, she's in yeah. a ditch or Bill Murray's on a box? Yeah, I think it would be literally that. Yeah, one of them would be on a box or one of them stood in a ditch, yeah. I think there's a reason she's never starred with Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> the box would be too big. It would be a health and safety nightmare, wouldn't it? Well, uh, ev- every shot to get his uh, to get his face in would be a crotch shot for her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, before... Starring Tom Cruise and Sigourney Weaver's legs. <laughs> before uh, we mention her genre tally, um, yeah. she went or was considered for other roles. Can you see Sigourney Weaver in these roles? Go on. All right. Uh, Catwoman in Batman Returns. Mm, I could see I could see that she could act it, but I think she would be too tall. She's too tall for Michael yeah. Keaton. Cause yeah, because he's a little fellow, tall. isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dr. Ellie Sattler in Jurassic Park, yeah, Laura Dern's I could, character. Yeah, I could, I could see her doing that. She's got the... Uh, she can do the wide-eyed innocence bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Barbara Maitland in Beetlejuice, Gina Davis's character. Um, yeah, I, I think I could see that. Although, I'm trying to think if I've seen Sigourney Weaver doing anything comedic. Because I know she's there in Ghostbusters and that's sort of a comedy, but no. her stuff isn't comedic. No, there is a comedic yeah. role that you've seen oh, her in. Right. You're going to kick yourself when we reach oh, it. Oh, uh, Galaxy Quest. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Of course it is, yeah. So, yeah, she, yeah, she probably could do it there. Yeah, I, th- I think she's yep. got comedy chops. Yep, I think yeah. so. Yeah. All right, then, genre tally for uh, Ms. Weaver, um, 29, which is wow. pretty good. Okay, that's pretty good. So, um, and the first few, she's alternating Alien and Ghostbusters, because yeah. uh, you've got Alien, then Ghostbusters, then Aliens, then Ghostbusters 2, then that's Alien enough. 3. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then she did other films between it. But just oh yeah, you, yeah. you know you've got gorillas in the mist yeah. and, and and what have you. Yeah, but we're talking genre. Um, after Alien Three, Snow White: A Tale of Terror, which I don't know, I have never seen. It's it's like a very dark telling yeah. of uh, the Snow White myth. Uh, sorry, uh, story. Uh, then Alien Resurrection, then Galaxy Quest. Yeah, which, uh, which is a great film. I do like Galaxy. I love that film dearly. I really yeah. do. And she is great in it. You know, yes. they are sending not themselves, not just themselves up, but the whole genre up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It, it's very, very clever film. Yep. Then she was in Futurama, one episode of Futurama, yeah. Yeah. where she was the Planet Express ship. Um, and then a film I've just watched once, and I keep 
meaning to go back to because I think I enjoyed it but it was one of those M. Shyamalan Shyamalan or Ding Dong films where you, you spend the whole film trying to guess the twist oh, right. uh, and Which that was, one the, was she in? the village was she in that? Yeah. I don't even remember her being in that. Well, I watched it once and tried, I think yeah. I guessed the twist. In yeah, I, I went the to the cinema to see it with Anne and um, we both guessed it mm. before the end. Yeah. yeah. She was it's okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I'm, I'll have to see if it's streaming somewhere. I don't want to buy it. Um, Wall-E. That, oh, right, that she brilliant that, animation. Yeah. yeah, she's the ship's computer voice. I don't right, know okay. if she was chosen because basically I she's mother. So from in mother, the, yeah. yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, and then a very uh, prominent role in Avatar. Yes, yeah. Um, Which is, I don't think, is a great film. No, I think that it's massively overrated. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she was in Paul next. You know the Simon Pegg oh, comedy yes, about Area awful, Fifty One. Yeah. Um, then the Cabin in the Woods. Which I haven't seen. Oh yeah, that's a good film. Yeah, oh, I like it? That. That's um, Joss Whedon, very Joss Whedon. Right. Okay. Do you know a film called Vamps? I don't. I know the film Vamp with Grace no, Jones. No, Vamps, no, plural. Would you hazard a guess as to what the plot is for Vamps? Um, I imagine it's not. Well, and actually, it's, it's genre, so it's. I'm presuming it's uh, uh, vampires. But are they models that are actually vampires or something like that? I think you might be right. Yeah. Two female vampires in modern-day New York City are faced with daunting romantic possibilities. Oh, sounds awful. Yeah, I, I don't think I'll be going there. Uh, a film I know my son watched, but I haven't seen. Uh, Chappie. Chappie. Oh, no, I've not seen it. I just thought it looked terrible. Yeah, it's the District 9 bloke, yeah. isn't it? Doing a. Yeah. It, it looked like short circuit to me. He was definitely a one-hit wonder. Yes, director. yeah. But they wanted him for... Alien, yeah, didn't they? they did, yeah. That, 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 that thing. Well, he was flavour of the month, weren't he? He was. I think he, he had one amazing idea, and all, all the other films I've seen of his have been mediocre. At yeah, best. he seems to have gone away. Yeah. Um, then Sigourney, she she did a cameo in that god awful uh, reimagining of Ghostbusters with the where they were oh. all female. 2016. Uh, I've never seen it. I've seen lots of clips of it, but never seen it. Do not go there. Don't, don't really have the inclination no, to. No, don't go there. Having uh, said that, I've no inclination to watch the latest one or the new one that's coming out. Right. Okie doke. Um, next, she was in a film that I've got, uh, and it's on Blu-ray, and I've watched once, and I was a blubbering wreck at the end of it. And oh. Yeah, I want to go back to it because I think it would be good to do for Effectively Speaking, but I'm kind of worried about yeah, going right. back because I know I'm going to blub again. Uh, have you seen it? A Monster Calls? No. You've never seen it? All Is right. it where she gets a phone call from Godzilla? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 how can I say it without giving anything away? A boy befriends an ent, voiced by Liam Neeson. An ent, as in a tree? As in a tree creature, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's and it's branching out, I suppose. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see if you can twig the ending. Oh. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, but I wasn't well, prepared never for the heard ending. Of that. No. Yeah. It, Are you blubbing over a tree? I was. Yeah. Big Does time. Because you get turned into a uh, IKEA furniture rack. <laughs> I watched it with my children, and and I, really? they kept looking at me They're oddly. Like, oh, you he's, know, like, he's, he's finally broken. Why is that crying? Yeah. He's finally um, broken I'll have down. To go back at some Call point. The doctors. I'm yeah. not brave enough to go back to it. Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
There's something called Pen Zero Part-Time Hero. Never heard of it. Yeah, it's a children's cartoon. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, she played Lady Star Blaster two times in that. Um, and then the Defenders, uh, Marvel Defenders oh, TV yes. show. Yeah. She was in that six times. Uh, apparently, yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. And so many Marvel characters that they introduce as big things and they never bother picking it up again. No, no. Yeah. Um, the Dark Crystal, you know, the rebooted Dark Crystal. Never watched she, it. She was in that once. And, yeah. As a puppet, or a voice of a puppet. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, Ghostbusters Afterlife, the, uh, yeah, right. the oh, official thing. Oh, just... Another cameo, yeah. I guess. And uh, and I've also included it, because it's out very, very soon, um, Avatar The Way of Water. Well, right. Which is out very soon. Did you know the third one is in post-production, and she's filming four and five right now? Yeah, I know they were filming them all together, weren't they? Yeah. Um, that's very presumptuous, isn't it? Yeah, you're going to assume yeah. an, you've got an audience for... Yeah, and I don't think there is. Four, three, I don't four think there is five. an audience for... I really yeah. can't... I, what we just said, you know, overrated the first yeah. one. I've got no... It was, a te- it was a technological marvel, but the story was Dances with Wolves and the acting was atrocious, so I don't know where, what's the point of any of it. But also, um, he, he was just riffing on himself. So much of yeah. it was being taken from aliens. Yeah. Everything about those those troops... The dropships, the, yeah, the, the sergeant. It's trying, like, this trying is to aliens. Get, yeah, trying to get your strengths back in it, and it's, no, not for me. I seem to remember, because I, I showed it, um, I seem to think or remember that people came to see it because it was 3D. But the 3D, oh, that, yeah. the 3D was, bubble was burst now, wasn't it? Yep. That was it. It was the, I think I won't say it was, the, it certainly wasn't the first film to ever been filming in 3D but he had invented new 3D cameras and there's so much budget and all that and I think people went and then went back and then went back again and went back again because of the 3D experience not for the story no and of course now yeah it's not 3D 3D's dead again it'll come back <laughs> but it's dead again um, I, I think these will be bombs to be honest mm. yeah I've got absolutely no inclination yeah. and from I've seen the trailer I'm just not interested no it's like eh. Hmm. All right, so Ripley won. Have you been thinking yes, about? Yes, she did win. Yeah. <laughs> um, God, yeah, you're sharp. Diff- uh, I tell you, it's a difficult one. This because we're having to gauge it on the Ripley we see in Alien. And, this is Ripley one. Uh, yes, and also against the fact that we love everything Alien, but this is the only character other than Jonesy, I suppose, where we've got continuation where we can compare because we got no we. We can't compare Parker to anything, uh, another you know version of Parker or anything. So, but we've only got that with Ripley, and I don't think this is my favourite Ripley. No, she's not mine. No, um, and I I think she does very well. Scurney Weaver does really well. Like I say, she holds her own. But I don't think Ripley's that interesting of a character in this one to make her differentiate. Like I say, you, no, I don't think many people would go, "Oh, she's she's the final girl." Not many people would go. Oh, this is a, a female character, strong female character. We can be proud of it because it's not really. No. It's just a character. Um, but then I do think this is her best look. I love her in the mm. grimy jumpsuit. It's a great look. Um, yeah. I, so it's difficult. So because we do this in just one block, don't it's we? one number. Yes. Um, so for me, this is. I, I 
I really enjoy Ripley, but like I say, it's not my favorite Ripley, but it is my favorite Ripley look. So all those things considered, I gave her a uh, a nine. A nine? Yeah. Well, I gave her an eight. Oh, wait. Yeah. All right, eight and a half. All right. Well, if we're looking at eight and a half, she is in the same escape pod as Pharaoh from Aliens. Oh, wow. All right. And in the escape pod next door, but next one up the line and will launch before her, is Lambert is at 8.75. So, wow. So, yeah. so Lambert got more than Ripley. Do you know what? I think there's more character development in Lambert. Ripley's all the best of Ripley is to come, isn't it? Yes. That's a nice yeah. way of putting it. Yeah. Um, shall we vote on Jones? Jonesy? Um well, I, I'm completely biased. Jonesy gets a 10 out of 10 for me. <laughs> I knew you were going to say it. I He's the best thing in it. He's the most sensible character. He <laughs> survives longer than anyone. Um, the alien knows it's met its match in him, so it doesn't have much of a go, uh, unless you're watching the director's cut. Um, I love Jones. I love the fact there's a cat in space. It's so stupid. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm biased, and I know it is. But, yeah, 10 out of 10 for me for Jonesy. All right. Do you have a favourite Jones moment? Uh, my favourite Jones moment, I think, is Brett's death. I think that's just... If you're going to have a cat and use it for that sort of thing, then that it is a masterclass in doing it. He's such a good little actor. I don't know what they did to make him hiss. Perhaps I don't want to know, because they probably treated him badly. But um, it's perfect. And you that little shot, you know, when Brett gets killed and you cut back to just an innocent looking Jonesy looking up with wonder. Oh, I think um, he looks evil. I do think you? He no, looks I think he evil looks, he looks amazing. He's like, it's like he's looked up and gone, oh, look at that. He's, he's watching him. Brett being yeah. killed. I, I think he looks evil in that shot. I don't think, I don't think Brett would feed the cat properly. No. I think Brett would be a lazy pet owner. Um, yeah, I'd say for me, 10 out of 10. I love Jonesy. Right. I use, you use the word thing just a minute ago yeah. and I, I always liken the moment when you know Jones starts coming out to Brett and then stops yeah. and pauses I always liken Jones's acting to Jed the dog yes, in yeah. the thing walking down that corridor I, I'm always amazed when they can train animals to do stuff especially a cat I know people say cats can't be trained it's bollocks cats can be trained there's lots of trained cats out there but I'm always amazed this won't upset you. I'll tell you how they got him oh, to God. stop and then hiss, right? Did they show him the script for Alien Resurrection? <laughs> they, sh they showed him something. They had All on right. set, okay. you can't see it, on set, behind a piece of big bit of cardboard. He's right. coming round the corner. They yeah. removed the piece of cardboard, and you had a German shepherd dog. Oh no! Oh. Now, yeah, no, it's all right because yeah, he wasn't hurt. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that is a totally natural stop. Yeah. And his moment. Yeah. <laughs> that is him just seeing a dog that has just appeared. You wow. know? I yeah. didn't know that. No, fair enough. That's how you get a cat to act. Our cat would have just legged it. He wouldn't have yeah. hissed. He would have been off. You know? Um, all right. I, I'm i not generous as no, you. I know. Yeah. I, I, I gave him a nine. Um, oh, that's right. That's high. I thought you were going to go. You're going to give him a one or something. No, no, no. I like Jones. Yeah. You know, Jones is instrumental oh, no, this... in this film. Yeah, this means Jones gets hired in Ripley. He does. In yeah, fact, well done, Jonesy. Jones, Jones. No, is he top? He, much like 
the dog in <laughs> yeah. Mad Max uh, got a high place in. He's third place. Oh, that's fair enough. Jones, the, he, he's in an escape yeah. pod all by himself, right? He probably enjoyed that. To be fair, but, yeah. Top three is Ash, then Parker, then Jones. All right, so fair enough. Okay, <laughs> so that's that. Um, right. Um, the alien then, the big chap. Okay. If we can so, vote on the alien. Yeah. This one we do break down into design and effectiveness okay. that gives us a final love in the alien tally. Yeah. So out of 10 on the design, what do you think? Um, the design for me, uh, I, I, I would hope that we could give an 11. It's, it's amazing. I mean, I, I think that uh, Giga is a very troubled, or was a very troubled genius. You know, I I think he's up there with with a lot of like Michelangelo, people like, like Salvador Dali yeah. or Bruegel, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I think he was a he was an absolute genius and a a, a really good um, physical artist. You watch him spray and stuff. He he could handle the airbrush like no one I've ever seen. Well, it's, Martin Bauer yeah. said that's the first time any of them had ever seen an airbrush and yeah, what he could yeah. do with an airbrush. You know. I, I think his influence on film in general, but especially science fiction and monsters, cannot be uh, overestimated. I think he's he's pivotal. So yeah, if 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 I can't give an eleven, I'll give him a ten. Yeah, ten for me as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's an instant classic, and you know, after Alien, everything changed for monsters. You only have to look in the Book of Alien book and look, uh, as I say, Ron Cobb. I, I adore Ron Cobb's you yeah, know, hardware designs. But yeah, you see some of the ideas they were going with, with this yeah. blood dripping off the claws, you know, eight legged creature coming towards them. No, yeah. no, no, it, no, no, no. It, it, it might have worked as a film, but I don't think it would have. We wouldn't still be talking about, you know. This this alien creature. No. So a ten for design. Yep. Uh, there's already a ten for design, and that's the facehugger from Alien. Right. So yeah, that's that's absolutely right, I think. But how effective is this design? Um, so I know. So with the caveat that there's, you know, at one point he is a man in a suit flailing about on the floor trying to keep his head straight. But the way it's filmed the way it's done it's done with such care and attention such cleverness uh i don't think the alien is filmed as well ever again no um to me 10 out of 10 it's, another 10 it scared the shit out of me when i was a kid even though i knew i'd seen photos on that of it i think there's something something very subconscious about it it's it's uh, disconcerting in so many ways the way they realized it uh, I think it's perfection. It is as Ash describes it, the perfect organism. Um, 10 out of 10. Okay. Um, if you're talking headshots, you know, the close-ups, yep. you know, where, 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 where it starts snarling and shaking and you've got that little bit of condom on the side, shaking yep. like mad. Flapping away. <laughs> flapping away. Yeah, I love it. I love it. But I've got to think about and I've got to allow for the fact that when he comes out of his little cubby hole, yep. it's a man in a suit backing out. Right. Yes. So I've dr- I've I've dropped from ten to nine point eight for that. I've got to allow That's for fair. that. That's All fair. right. So that gives a um 
a 9.9 for effectiveness okay which gives a final love in the alien tally of 9.95 <laughs> so close, close yeah. to perfection. Which puts the big chap in second place. Right. All right. What we've got at 10, we've still got the alien facehugger. Yeah. Then we've got the big chap at 9.95. Then at 9.9, we've got the alien space jockey. Then at 8.6, we've got the alien chestburster. And then a massive drop down to four and a half for the alien resurrection queen. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Okay, so, and yeah, so very top-heavy. We knew this was yeah. going to happen. No, All the alien creatures were going to be at the top. Um, just where, you know, the aliens and Alien 3 <laughs> versions are going yeah, to be. that would well, be interesting. They will be slotted in as and when. All right, so we are coming up on two hours. So wow. this is, with, with the audio clips, this is going to be over two hours. But that's... We've just talked about Ripley and the big chap and Jones. So, yeah, 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 they are very big subjects. But we bid adieu now to to Alien, unfortunately. Yeah, a final visit to Alien. Well, other than, like you say, we can discuss the ships. The ships later on, yeah. But, uh, yeah, every fourth time. Well, there ain't going to be a fourth time. No. So, uh, all right. So, yeah, uh, we're off to Aliens next. Yes, I don't know who we're doing We're We're talking about the Sarge. Ah, oh, a pwn yeah. is next. All right, so yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was my door. I don't know who's at the door at this time. I thought it was the ice cream van. No, right. well, it could be. Yeah. You go off and answer the door, okay. and okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, folks, we'll see you next. Where um, yeah, we're talking about a pwn. All right. Brilliant. Good stuff. Thanks, Ian. Thanks, Ian. See ya. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Final report of the commercial starship Nostromo. Third officer reporting. The other members of the crew, Kane, Lambert, Parker, Brett, Ash, and Captain Dallas are dead. Cargo and ship destroyed. I should reach the frontier in about six weeks. With a little luck, the network will pick me up. This is Ripley, last survivor of the Nostromo. Signing off.